Don't ever laugh as a hearse goes by, for you may be the next to die. They wrap you up in bloody sheets to drop you six feet. Tonight, we're headed to the beautiful and extraordinarily dangerous land down under, Australia, where we're discussing the unsolved case of the Somerton Man. Who was the man that was found on a beach, dead, and was he a spy? Listener discretion is always advised. All aboard the Midnight Train Podcast. Worms play pinnacle on your snout. They eat your eyes. They eat your nose. As you begin to decompose. A slimy beetle with demon's eyes. Chews through your stomach and out your sides. Your stomach turns rancid grease and pus pours out. Hello, passengers, and welcome to the Midnight Train Podcast, where we bring the dark to light. What's that mean? Hey, Moody, what's that mean? I don't know. Well, it means that we make fun <laughs> of and joke about creepy shit while bringing you as much information on each topic as possible. I am your host, the conductor of the cryptic, Jonathan Sayer, and with me always are my co-hosts, the, the luxuriously bearded Mr. Moody. Luxurious. Yeah. Thank you. And the wished he had a beard Logan. <laughs> that was for me, not for Logan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I would just want your beard too if I had one. Yeah. Well, just You're to get the uh, the elephant in the room here, guess what? Everybody out there, we're actually doing a kind of a documentary thing with our, our buddy Jeff Butchko, who's here in the house right now. We'll just say hi to Jeff over there real fast. Hi, Jeff. <laughs> he said hi guys that's right so be on the lookout for that uh it's a surprise i dropped not too long ago letting you guys know that we're gonna be doing a little well he's gonna be doing it we're just talking shit like we always do right yeah, yeah we're stupid yeah so be on the lookout for that because he actually has his new little production company called dark room <laughs> speed <laughs> so find him anywhere online you can um, find him mostly on pornhub on pornhub dark yeah. room speed oh yeah. oh it's that casting couch is that what that is yeah oh no <laughs> find him wherever you find uh, uh what's your uh dot com yep. so dark room speed dot com and at Darkroom Speed on Instagram. He's going to be on the TikTok. The irony soon. of this whole thing is he'll never use a darkroom. <laughs> Probably not. So, anyway, make sure you guys are out there looking for that because it's going to be fun. He's doing a uh, three or four part, I don't know what he's doing here, documentary on us. A mini, mini series. Mini, mini, mini. Yeah, we got that out of the way, right? We'll try not to look at the camera too much. <laughs> <laughs> so you beautiful bunch of dark passengers know that we're just a bunch of musicians and assholes that love history and cannot get enough of the mysterious. And we want you all to know how much it means to us that you're listening to us at this very moment. Your reviews and support really do make all the hard work worthwhile. And saying that, please stop over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening right now. And if you can give us a five-star review, that'd be awesome. We've gotten a couple new ones recently. Yeah? Yeah. What'd it say? Uh, that we're good. Oh, cool. And they like us. Thank uh, you. The one girl, she commented on uh, something else. Her name is like something witch. Okay. And uh, she had made a comment on uh, your video. Ooh. I assume it's the same girl because the uh, the, the name on the review was something about Well, thank you so well. much for that. Thank so, you yeah. for all the reviews. She said she doesn't really listen to podcasts, 
and her husband told her to like look into things that she enjoys, uh-huh. and she found us, and she likes us, and she listens now. So wait, she enjoys us? Apparently. Holy shit. <laughs> <That's first. laughs> no, but that's amazing. Thank you for all the reviews that we have been getting. It's super awesome. We cannot thank you guys too. enough. Yeah, it helps move us up the rank and does. all this other shit, whatever. So obviously leave any review you'd like. As long as you get five stars, you can sit there and say, hi, Jeff, for the next review. Hey, you guys get on there on, a, on Apple Podcast, say, hi, Jeff, and leave a review. And uh, you'll leave five stars. That'd be fine. You can also find us on Spotify and iHeartRadio by typing the Midnight Train Podcast in their search bar and clicking the follow button. You'll then get each episode as they are released. And Patreon subscribers just received a Whitey Bulger bonus that I actually had my beautiful wife on there with. Yes. And it actually had your beautiful wife on your Whitey Bulger. I did. (laughs) I did. Okay. Thank you for doing that. Because if I'd have done it myself, she'd been so mad. (laughs) Did you talk about boobs at all? No, I wasn't a lot. No, no, not at all. But actually, it was hilarious. So make sure you guys are checking that out. We also have one coming up on the Voynich Voynich Manuscript, which if you don't know that is it's a book that nobody knows who the hell wrote it or what the hell it's about might not even be real it may not even be real yeah we don't know so we'll definitely be talking about that too so head on over to patreon.com forward slash the midnight train podcast or head over to our official website the midnight train podcast.com pick up some merchandise and you know sign up over there do all that stuff and listen speaking of patreon we've decided that once we've hit 100 producers and more we're going to start giving 10% to a specific charity that we'll announce every month that our Patreon poopers, they get to pick. Poopers. That's right. You beautiful, 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 beautiful people. So anyway, yeah. love your poopers. Yeah, you get it, you know, give to a good cause and you get, you know, bonuses and stuff yeah, like that and yeah. discounts on merchandise. I send I'm out every now still, and then. I am still waiting on my surprise, by the way. Your surprise? Yeah, remember? No. The surprise for all the Patreon people? Yeah, the the surprise. Oh, I thought you were saying you were yeah. waiting for me to give you the surprise. Here it is. Oh, buddy. Fuck you, buddy. Oh. <laughs> Just kidding. Anyway, so yeah, Moody has something special for all the uh, Patreon poopers out there. It's not my penis either. <laughs> Thank God for that. I was hoping for it. I mean, oh, you'll still get it. Jesus. God. <laughs> my God. Anyway, all right. Let's get over this stuff. Make sure you're stopping on our Facebook group page as well. And uh, listen, we also need you to sign up for our YouTube. Yes. Yeah, right? we have a YouTube. Twitch. Yes. Okay. We're on Twitch. We're on all that all stuff. Right. And remember, every time we bring up a movie quote or happen to sing a song <laughs> that had to do with something, you got to drink. So that means you guys are probably going to drink a lot. So I do want to say. Fucked up. <laughs> Get fucked up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you're not drunk by the end of one of our episodes, you're doing it wrong. So listen. We are. Let's turn down the lights, adjust our seats, grab a drink, and yeah. let's get spooky. But hey, guess what? I got a fucking. I actually have something. He's stretching. I got to get my drink. I have something new for everyone. I actually got something sent over. Really? Yeah. What do we got? Wait, for the drink pop, we got something new? Yeah. We're we're foregoing the huge? Yes. So it's not going to be that heavy hit and whatever. It's something better. Really? We got something sent over. Does does it hit, though? It does hit. We got something over from Mushmouth Records. Really? It's the latest single. Our friends at Mushmouth. Friends at Mushmouth sent this out to us. Okay. So here's a drink to all you, and I hope you guys love it as much as I do. All right, let's hear what you got, buddy. Tonight. Fucking Shakira. Okay. Oh, no. 
player. Dum dum dum. I used to think I was fucking Spider-Man. <laughs> Tonight. So there it is. It's the newest single from Mushmouth Records. Yeah. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it bad wow. that I actually really like that? Oh, uh, yes. That was, that was pretty good. And we have to give that out uh. to our boy Jeff again <laughs> for that crazy. And it's just randomly. And that was Jeff over at Mushmouth Records. That was right? Jeff over at Mushmouth right. Records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just randomly. He was just like, I sent you something. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and I'm at work and I'm listening to it. I got my headphones. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Ah, anyway. Uh, All right. So we are talking about hell. the Somerton Man today. Ooh. And this is something I actually, I've heard uh, many podcasts discuss. Yes. And it's something that. Probably I, better than we're going to do it. No. No, we're doing no? it better. Oh, yeah. No, why? Why? Yeah. Of alcohol. All the alcohol. See, that's and, that's and about. Oh yeah, and Moody dropped another edible. Twenty to twenty-five minutes. <laughs> yeah, Moody dropped another edible. So let's see how this goes. Be, yes, I dropped it on the floor. Yeah. Is what I <laughs> so at seven p.m. on the evening of November thirtieth, nineteen forty-eight, John Lyon and his wife were walking along Somerton Beach, just south of Adelaide, South Australia, in Australia. They noticed no a. Shit. <laughs> well, I didn't want to confuse them with South Australia, Jersey. Oh, good point. Right, right. Yeah, I, I forgot want, about that. Yeah, I didn't yeah. want to do that. Yeah. So they noticed a well-dressed man laying on the beach with his head propped up against the sea wall. The man was lying with his legs outstretched and his feet crossed. As the couple passed, they saw him raise his right arm and then it fell to the sand. John said it looked like a, quote, drunken attempt to smoke a cigarette. And we've all been there. You're kind of half drunk or whatever, and you're like smoking. If you smoke, I don't know, whatever. You've seen somebody do it where you're kind of like laying back and you just kind of try to smoke a cigarette, mm -hmm. but you're like, Put your eye yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> Burn your finger and shit. Yeah, yeah, we've all been there. A half hour later, they were walking back the same way and noticed the same man was still there. There he was in his nice suit and polished shoes. On uh, an odd way to dress for lounging on the beach, obviously. Yeah, I mean, you're in a suit, right? Doesn't yes. really make sense. Yeah, but didn't they just do that shit back then? What, just go? Like, and they go out and mow the lawn in a suit? They just, like, that's what they did back then, wasn't they? What? Maybe, they were always wearing suits. Maybe take, like, plane flights. I don't know if they're. Dude, they were always wearing suits for everything back in the day. Really? Yeah. Everything. Can so we bring did, that back? Dude. I would love to. Dude, so, wait a minute. If I mowed my. I think I'm going to mow the lawn in a suit. I was about to say, if I mowed the grass in this neighborhood in a suit, the police would be called. You should totally do it. Though. Yeah, they'd be like, "There's a crazy motherfucker." You out do that here. shit in my neighborhood. They'd be like, "Well, there he is." <laughs> it's just Moody again. Someone just got paid. <laughs> Sounds about right. I don't know. Uh, so he was still, uh, still with his left arm laid out on the beach. The couple figured he was just asleep, maybe passed out drunk. There were mosquitoes buzzing all around his face, and John commented to his wife, "Quote: He must be dead to the world." Yikes. The next morning, John Lyons would discover how right he was as he was returning hey. from a morning swim. What? How right was he? Well, John noticed a cluster of people gathered around the area where he had seen the drunk man the day before. Oh. Yeah. As he approached the group, he saw a man slumped over in much the same position as the man from yesterday. Hey, was it the same guy? Well, the body was lying there, legs out, feet crossed, cigarette yeah. half smoked. Sounds like the same guy. Lying on his collar, but this man was not drunk. He wasn't drunk. No. no. Was he, he was he high? He was dead. <gasps> mm. I say you he did. <laughs> <laughs> this was the man John and his wife saw the day before. This okay. was the person that became the Summerton man. All right. Huh. And obviously you listen to the story for the first time, and well, you might be thinking to yourself, huh? What's his name? Uh, we don't know that, Moody. <laughs> That's the whole point of the fucking <laughs> 
I mean, we, it we like Bill. we we say we that's a callback. It was uh, yeah, it's it was from, yes, it definitely was a callback. I don't even remember what episode. That yeah, was. I don't either. Yeah. But, oh, the Lady of the Dunes. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> was it ever solved? But they solved it, right? They figured out who did yeah. it, didn't they? <laughs> All right. So a lot of people, I mean, <laughs> you know, if you're hearing this for the first time and you hear, okay, there's a guy, they saw a guy the one day he was alive. They saw the guy the next day he's dead. Not really. And listen, we don't want to hear about anybody dying, but it's, <laughs> well, well, this gentleman, cause we didn't know him, but anyway, <laughs> but that's, it, it gets real fucked up. So stay, pay it's attention. Not just a dead guy. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. So the, this oh, case. <laughs> Jesus oh. Christ. <laughs> this case endures to this day as one of the greatest mysteries of Australia. No one is sure who the man is, why he ended up dead on the beach, or even how he died. Dr. John Barkley Bennett put the time of death at no earlier than 2 a.m., noted the likely cause as heart failure, and added that he suspected poisoning. So they do know how he died? No. Oh. The contents of the man's pockets were spread on a table, okay? Surely he had ID. Ah. <sighs> Nope. Tickets from Adelaide to the beach, a pack of chewing gum, some matches, two combs, and a pack of Army Club cigarettes containing seven cigarettes of another more expensive brand called Consentas. Those are good. It's kind of weird. You ever have a look? Right? You don't even smoke. Shut up. <laughs> so, so he had That's a, my son. I can say that. He had a pack of cigarettes. Correct. But in that pack of cigarettes were seven completely different cigarettes. Correct. Which... Okay. So that's like buying like a pack of Pall Malls. Right. And throwing some fucking camels in there. Right. Oh, yeah, dude. You want to show right. that you're not bougie, but, you know, still got some good smokes. Okay. So, I mean, that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, maybe you're trying not to impress somebody. Why but, didn't yeah. he go with Virginia Slims? Because he's not in fucking Virginia. <laughs> They'd have been Sydney Slims over there. Uh, that, was, that was good. That was good. Uh, he was in Adelaide. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm not in Virginia. They still have those here. Point taken. Thank you. <laughs> so... <laughs> There was no wallet. <laughs> there was no wallet and no cash and no ID. None of the man's clothes had any name tags. Indeed, in all fuck puts name tags in their clothes. You don't put wait, you don't put name tags in your underwear? Uh name tags as far as like the brand. Ah, uh, gotcha. Right? Get, Gucci? Were they Gucci? Hey, there was no tags. You can't tell oh. if they were or not. Well, actually, this is right after WW2, so it was uh probably uh fucking uh what's his name? What's what? Calvin Klein? No, not Klein. Fucking uh, Bill, Tom, Steve, Loom, Loom, dude, the fucking Jesus. No, the designer that designed like the Nazi uniforms, and now it's fucking. Oh, uh, not Versace. Versace? Is it, Is Versace? it Versace? Yeah. No, what was the other one? Victor von Franken. Stein. God. <laughs> <laughs> I think, is it Versace? I thought it was Versace. I, I, don't for a while. I didn't know if he one. did. I have no idea. It's one of those famous designers designed all the Nazi uniforms or whatever. Anyway, no, know. none of that was in there. In fact, oh. in all but one case, the maker's label had been carefully snipped away. So it's not like somebody ripped them off. Somebody literally took all the labels and cut them out. Okay. Okay. Again, so we got the cigarettes. To be fair, Odd. I usually rip the tags out of all my shirts. Which is why you have a hole there. Same. Yeah, yes. most yeah, well, that's, some of them. that's typically. Do you notice they started making tags that you can rip off now? Yes. I noticed the tagless ones they have now. Yeah, those are great. Those, those are pretty are cool. Nice. Yeah, they don't scratch and shit. Yeah. So anyway, we've got the no ID. No ID. We've got the weird cigarette pack thing. Yeah. And we've got that all of his shit, all of his tags have been cut off. No branding. Okay. Okay. Weird, right? Yeah. Okay, but still not like. It doesn't throw me off. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. So one trouser pocket had been neatly repaired. <laughs> Sorry. What trouser? <laughs> Trousers. The laugh Moody threw in there. It's that. an amazing word. I, I'm not saying it's not. Are it's you wearing short trousers right now? 
He's no, wearing these cut, are short pants. Short he's wearing, pants. Wearing cutoff trousers. <laughs> these are actually pajama pants. <laughs> are they really? They're pajama shorts. Yeah. That's pretty amazing, I guess. So, but for a fucking hobo, are you Yeti to party? I am fucking Yeti to party. Yeah, uh, Moody shirt does say Yeti to party. <laughs> you know what's hilarious? <laughs> My daughter noticed that there's a six pack of beer he's holding. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it even better. Yeah. A that she saw that, and B that there's an actual six pack of beer. Yeah, he's there. holding a fucking six pack. I never noticed. It's it. Pretty badass. Right there, see right there. Six yeah, pack. there it is. Here's the you guys six can't, pack. Maybe you can see it. I don't know. <laughs> so. One trouser pocket had been neatly repaired with an unusual variety of orange thread. Now, pay attention to that because well, it will come that, into play later. That must have led them to his identity. No. Oh. A day later, a full autopsy was carried out and revealed some more strange things. It revealed that the corpse's pupils were smaller than normal and unusual that a dribble of saliva had run down the side of the man's mouth as he lay and that, quote, he was probably unable to swallow it. Okay. Okay. Now, listen. That one's a little far-fetched to me because we've all been, like, either sleeping really hard and you get that kind of yeah. dribble coming down or whatever. But My there's a point. soaking wet in the morning. Do you get that? <laughs> it's fucking gross. Or you just draw, uh, yeah. yeah, it's just, it's all in here. Does though. it, like, go everywhere, too? Like, your beard is just, like, frayed out in the morning. Like, Can you imagine <laughs> what the beard looks like in the morning? Dude. It's actually not as bad as you think. It's like you stuck your finger in a fucking toaster. No, it's not that bad. It's not <laughs> really? <that> bad. No. <laughs> Look like a 70, 70s bush on your face. Yeah, you should, you that's, that's all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so... Those again. That to me, that's not like a huge thing. But the the pupils being smaller, okay, I can see that. It's it's a little bit weird, right? Okay. Yeah. Was so, he? Oh, oh, what lizard Illuminati? Hold on to your seatbelts, buddy. I don't have a seatbelt. <laughs> Hold on to your beer. All right. <laughs> so. Um, he, basically his spleen, my meanwhile, was, quote, strikingly large and firm, about three times normal size. Oh. That's what she said. And the liver was distended with congested blood. Okay. So all of that doesn't sound good. It sounds bloody, like bloody liver is never good. Yeah. I mean, uh, that sounds that's pretty. That's probably what John has. Right now. <laughs> well, that must make sense. Why I don't have hurts. a liver anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be bloody. In his stomach, they found his last meal and more blood. He had eaten a pasty, a folded pastry with a savory filling, typically. You put over your nipples. <laughs> <laughs> no, the wrong kind of pasty. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Actually, both are good, by the way. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's typically uh, it's stuffed with like uh, seasoned meat and vegetables, so it's a savory. It's a meat pie. It's a meat pie. Yeah. So, I love me some pasties. So the blood in the uh, in the stomach also suggested poisoning, but there was no evidence that the food was the cause of any poisoning. The poisoning theory seemed to concur with the strange behavior the man exhibited on the beach. Instead of drunken behavior, it could have been the behavior of a man who had been suffering the effects of poisoning. Hmm. Okay. I mean, obviously, if he's all fucked up and he's like, yeah. oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, makes sense. Okay. Now, while this theory made sense, given the evidence, repeated tests on both his blood and organs by an expert chemist failed to reveal the faintest trace of poison. Quote, I was astounded that he found nothing. Uh, Dwyer, who's one of the guys that's on the case, actually admitted in the inquest. Hmm. In fact, no cause of death was ever found. So they know how he died. <sighs> Among all the weirdness, other odd things were noticed. The dead man's calf muscles were high and very well developed. Oh, good for him. That's fucking sexy, dude. <laughs> I love me some good calf muscles, man. The fuck podcast are we on right now? <laughs> Jesus. Although in his late 40s, he had the legs of an athlete. Now, his toes, meanwhile, were oddly wedge-shaped, and testimony given by one expert went as follows. Quote, I have not seen he the tendency. He was a stripper. 
<laughs> no. Quote, I have seen the tendency of calf muscle so pronounced as in, or I have not seen a tendency of calf muscle to so, um, so pronounced as in this case. His feet were rather striking, suggesting, this is my own assumption, that he had been in the habit of wearing high-heeled and pointed shoes. He's got a foot fetish. His Possibly. His feet were striking. <laughs> Man, I fucking love those feet. Like, <laughs> listen, it was early. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm really aroused right now. <laughs> Can I, can I can I leave? I'm just imagining him wearing some high heel hey, shoes uh, and uh, I like your shoes. <laughs> oh, gross! Imagine anyway, high heels. So, what could that possibly be right now? Starting off with that, like uh, he's a cross dresser. It could be. I mean, he's or a, he's a stripper. Could be. Uh, I mean, yeah. or, or perhaps a dancer. Yeah, maybe a stripper. A dancing stripper. That's what they do. Are you sure? Do they, they don't have... stand there and take their clothes off? You do that. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another expert had suggest- suggested that given these irregularities, that maybe the man was actually a ballet dancer. That's classy. <gasps> Ooh. So he's got the great big calves. Fucking and yeah, shit. Yeah, right. He's got the calves. He's got the, you know, his feet are all fucked up from wearing the ballet shoes. Yeah. Is that a gun? Barishnikov? No, you're uh, thinking of a Kalashnikov. Yeah, Kalashnikov is what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, what yeah, the yeah. fuck? Barishnikov was a bit. Yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> Who invited him? <laughs> Putting Jeff, all this together. Jeff, can you get back over here, please? <laughs> we need you, man. Tag in. Tag in. Oh, that's you get something on my lap. <laughs> Talk about the first thing that pops up. Hey. That was a boner joke. <laughs> yeah, you like that? No. So, putting all this together made, well, obviously, zero sense. Right. The coroner was informed. At least they know who he is, though. No. No. Shut they, the fuck up. they figured out who killed him, though. Right. Yeah. No. The coroner was informed by an eminent professor that the only practical solution was that a very rare poison had been used, one that, quote, decomposed very uh, very early after death, leaving no trace. Okay. The only poisons capable of this were so dangerous and deadly that the professor would not say their names aloud that in open court. That means they didn't exist. <laughs> well, no, I mean, because they didn't want anyone else to know. So my mind instantly goes... <clears throat> oh, so they goes, just don't want people to be like, oh, I can use that to kill somebody. Correct. Right. But my mind goes to ricin. So when I think about this, I yeah. think about ricin because yeah. ricin's actually been like something that have been it's been killing people. So they forever. didn't want they didn't oh, wow. want people to know what it was though. Right. Right. But I put right. it in there what it was. Right. So what happens is, <laughs> and by the way, if you're not familiar with what ricin is, real quick, on. real quick though, what? If anybody wants to kill somebody, just listen to the next couple lines. I, that's not a good thing. That's a disclaimer. We we don't we don't. I'm not <laughs> condoning anything. Yeah. Moody's uh, Moody's views and opinions do not so, necessarily. Uh, what Moody yeah, meant to say do? was, oh. don't listen to the next 15 seconds. Is that not what I said? Yeah, that's what you said. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good, oh. Good, well, yeah. if I could get to it, that'd be great. <laughs> what are you okay. fucking waiting for? <laughs> so anyway, talking about ricin. <laughs> it's a highly potent toxin produced in the seeds of the castor oil plant, yeah. which is weird to me. Because people used to use castor oil all the time. To vomit. So like if you were sick and you had an upset stomach, they'd feed right. you castor oil. Yeah. Well, but, it, oh, really? it, but if you actually like break it down yeah. and you can... Um, uh, well, I guess I guess take the oils and harden them or whatever. Still, it kind Just of kind of it becomes ricin, and ricin is like deadly as fuck. Yeah, dude, yeah. it doesn't take yeah. much. So anyway, I just I don't know. That's where my mind my, my when I was going through this at first, that's where my mind went. So instead, the uh, coroner who did not want to isn't ricin the San Francisco treat. That's rice and roni. <laughs> <laughs> but you're close. I hate when I make a joke and I can't keep a straight face. <laughs> rice and roni, the San Francisco. Oh. <laughs> about how long it would take too. exactly so instead the uh, the corner uh he actually passed a scrap of paper on uh which he had written the names of two possible candidates which is digitalis 
Enstrophanthin. <laughs> Look at, see, I wrote it in there because he wasn't going to be able to say it. Anyway. Yeah, that's why he did it. Enstrophanthin. Okay. Strophanthin. The professor suspected the latter. Strophanthin is a rare glycoside derived from the seeds of some African plants. Historically, uh, it was used by a little-known Somali tribe to poison arrows. So it's readily available. It's readily available, yes. Okay. You can actually get it from the grocery store. Oh, yeah. Yeah, along with okay. the uh, the Sydney Spirits or whatever they're called. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. I like those. Sounds like something they'd have at Dave's. <laughs> Sydney Slims, that's what they were. Yeah, yeah. Sydney Slims and what the fuck is that shit called? <laughs> um, um, Strophanthin. Strophanthin. Give me a Strophanthin and a pack of Sydney Slims, please. <laughs> He's like, oh, you're ready to party, huh? <laughs> Could be a good night. <laughs> at this point, everyone was thoroughly and extremely confused. Fucking shocker. I know I am. They took a full set of fingerprints and sent them over to Australia. And oh, then so then they figured out who it was. No. Oh no! And then around uh, the work, uh, and and then around the work to try and figure out who this guy was. Hey, before you give me shit for that, <laughs> you went through the whole goddamn. I missed thing. that one. I missed that one. There were no matches anywhere. They started bringing people with missing relatives into the mortuary to see if anyone recognized the man, and no one did. Okay, so nobody knows who the fuck this guy is. By January 11th, the South Australia Police had investigated and dismissed pretty much every lead they had. The investigation was now widened in an attempt to locate an abandoned personal uh, personnel or a personal possessions, perhaps left luggage that might suggest that the dead man had come from out of state. Okay, so maybe he's not from around there. Okay. That's why nobody knows who the out guy is. Out of state or right. outer space? D both. That's I mean, who knows? Valid. Technically, that would be out of state. That would be. Yeah. So this meant <laughs> checking every hotel, dry cleaner, lost property office, and railway station for miles around. But it did produce results. Okay. Oh. They On figured the out who he was? Yes. Nice. Yeah. All right. No, they didn't. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> <laughs> On the 12th, detectives sent the uh, to the main railway station in Adelaide. In Adelaide. Uh, they were shown a brown suitcase that had been deposited in the cloakroom there on November 30th. Okay. So they, they said, hey, we found this. think it might be relevant. Okay. Good question. Sure. What's a cloakroom? It's a like a coat room. Oh, okay. Yeah, where they just hold your shit for you. That just sounds really cool. Yeah. I, uh, I've i never, never once in my life have ever heard anyone say, oh, I yeah. think Chainsaw Go invented ahead. the cloakroom. Yeah, that would make sense. <laughs> that would make sense. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. Did you guys make a chainsaw joke last episode? Yes. Okay. Oh, always. Good. Just uh, making I'm, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the staff could remember nothing about the owner, and the case's contents were not much more revealing. The case did contain a reel of orange thread identical thank you identical the um to the the one that actually repaired the man's trousers right but painstaking care had been applied to remove practically every trace of the owner's identity the oh. case bore no stickers or markings and samsonite <laughs> and get this a label had been torn off from one side huh. the tags were missing from of the suitcase you're right Okay. The tags were missing from all but three items of the clothing inside. These bore the name Keen or T. Keen, but it proved impossible to trace anyone of that name. And the police concluded, an Adelaide newspaper reported, by the way, that someone, quote, had purposely left them on, knowing that the dead man's name was not Keen or Keen. So you're telling me that they searched and found nobody with the name of T. Keen? Apparently. Like ever, anywhere, ever in the world? Well, I don't know about the, this. Is back in fucking forties, dude. I, they were they were probably like, uh, look in the phone book, <laughs> look in the I case. I guarantee you, there was a T Keen in the fucking phone book. Yeah, back then there was probably sure. two names. It was probably Koala and Kangaroo. 
That's not cool, dude. Sorry. Sorry. That's fucked up. Sorry, Australian listeners. <laughs> so the police had brought in another expert. John Cleland, emeritus professor of pathology at the University of Adelaide. I fucking love that guy. Yeah, he's he's pretty awesome. Dude, of all my emeritus professors, he's, he's the my best. Favorite, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Especially of pathology, right? Yes. Because you've got so many. Yeah, no, absolutely. Big fan of all of them. Dude, uh Bill is one. Yeah. That other guy, uh what's his name? Uh, Tom. Tom. and uh um George. Ethan. Ethan. Ethan, yeah. he's tops. You like him tops, as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but John is John's good. He's top notch. He's good. In April, four months after the discovery of the body, Cleveland's search produced a final piece of evidence, one that would prove to be the most baffling of all. His name. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Okay. Cleveland discovered a small pocket <laughs> sewn into the waistband of the dead man's trousers. Previous examiners had missed it. <laughs> Why is that funny? Just thinking how awesome of a band name that would be. Dead man's trousers. Dead man's trousers. <laughs> it's the dead man's trousers. <laughs> Who could ask for more? Dude, that would be great. That's such a good. That's a good punk band name. That is a good punk band name. Dead man's trousers. Dead man's trousers. I like it. That's gonna be that's a, it, dude. Coming in 2023. <laughs> the hit single from Dead Man's Trousers. Dead man's trousers. Right. Orange thread. Orange thread. <laughs> First song, Orange Thread. <laughs> Second song, Sydney Slims. <laughs> No, dude, Sydney Slim is the leader. Oh, of, oh yeah, Sydney Slim trousers. is definitely he's the easy singer. So who's t- who's T Keen? T Keen. He's the drummer. No, yeah, okay. he's the drummer. Because okay. no one gives a fuck. I was going to say no one likes drummers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so dumb. Because drummers aren't people. Aw, we have so many friends that are drummers, and they're all assholes. Mm-hmm. Except Jeff. Except Jeff. Yeah, oh yeah, Jeff's kind of a drummer now. Jeff's not a drummer. <laughs> He's more of a drummer than I am. This Anyone's is true. more of a drummer than you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay. He finds this uh, small pocket sewn into the waistband of the, the, the dead man's trousers. So I feel like this is going to be significant. Yes. Previous okay. examiners had missed it, and several accounts of the case have referred to it as a, quote, secret pocket. <laughs> but He's it's, wearing junkos. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems to have been intended to hold a pocket watch. Oh, nice. Inside, however... Sure. Tightly rolled up was a minute scrap of paper, which opened up, proved to contain two words, typeset, and an elaborate printed script. The phrase read, Tamam should. Is that how it's really pronounced? I actually looked it up, and yes, is it, it is. Yeah. Tamam should. Tamam should. Okay. And it's funny that we say that, too, because um, a lot of newspapers and shit fucked it up later, and I'll read what they, what they <laughs> said. That doesn't surprise yeah. me. So Frank Kennedy, the police reporter for the Adelaide Advertiser, recognized the words as Persian and telephoned the police to suggest they obtain a copy of a book of poetry, the uh, Ruba Ayat of Omar Khayyam. So some random fucking police officer in Australia is like, oh, yeah, that's Persian. Well, the reason is is because this work written in the 12th century had become popular in Australia during the war years in a much-loved translation by Edward Fitzgerald. Oh, okay. So these guys knew this book. He's my favorite translator, actually. Right. Well, but Persia was like still a, a country then, though. It was like a really pretty. They had country. a they had a prince, did they not? And rugs. <laughs> they had a prince and rugs. Persia. Yeah. yeah, and rugs. Rugs. Yes. Yeah, I have a. There's a video game on that too. Persian rug. De- the pretty. Yeah, yeah, that's what that one is upstairs. That's a Persian rug. Yeah. Why do you let people touch it? What? I'm supposed to walk on Persian rugs. Well, oh. <laughs> He's not Persian. Either. Yeah. <laughs> what is it sacrilegious to me? I don't know. It's not even a fucking country anymore. Well, <laughs> so. Meow. It, uh, this book existed in numerous editions, but the usual intricate police inquiry, inquiries, inquiries, 
inquiries. In, it's inquiry. <laughs> the inquiries to libraries, publishers, and bookshops failed to find one that matched the fancy type. At least it was possible, however, to say that the words tamam should or taman should, as several newspapers misprinted it. Oh. Taman. Taman, yeah. Timon. Okay. Um, That's a, stupid. It, and it, obviously, it was a mistake that they <laughs> just went on forever, dude. So if you look it up, Taman should, it's actually, this whole thing pulls up. Really? Because they actually call the guy the Tamam should case or yeah. the Tamam should man. Correct. Yeah. Correct. But it did come from uh, Kayam's romantic reflections on life and mortality. They were, mm. in fact, the last words in most English translations. Not surprisingly, because the phrase means, quote, it is ended which is fucking super weird. Game over, man. Game over. (laughs) (laughs) So think about that, though. Okay, so this guy, he's dead. Mm -hmm. Everything's cut off of him right now. He's got a weird fucking pack of cigarettes. He's got a strange little fucking um, orange little fucking thread that they found in something else, whatever, and he's got this rolled up piece of paper in a quote-unquote secret pocket. pocket. And it's from a book, and it means it is ended. Okay. Yeah, fucking spooky. So right so... now, right now, every to me when I hear the story, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, really. You know what I mean? So taken at face value, the new clue suggested that the death might be a case of suicide. In fact, the South Australia police never did turn their quote missing person inquiries into a full blown murder investigation, but the discovery took them no closer to identifying the dead man. Dead man. <laughs> dead man. And in the meantime, his body had begun to unfortunately decompose as a body does. Right. No. Especially, so here's my thing. And, and, and as once again, going through the research, yeah. I read this and I'm like, you're in Australia. They didn't have my eyes. On the fucking beach. Correct. I'm surprised there's anything left of him at, at this point at all. Yeah, it's like 100 degrees. You know what I mean? Yeah, and there's like everything in the world that can kill you is located in Australia. Yeah, yeah. They have like the For most real. scavengers in the world there. Yeah. <clears throat> So it was just weird. They to me must that have they, a lot yeah. of hunts. <laughs> <laughs> but, but however, the discovery took them no again no closer, and no, arrangements were made for yeah. a burial. Okay, but be, starting to smell right. But being aware that they were disposing of one of the few pieces of evidence they had, the police first had the corpse embalmed and a cast taken of the head and upper torso. Oh wow. Okay, so that way, if anyone wanted, yeah, it's very smart. Yeah. If you wanted to come and, if you knew who the guy was and you got a cask of his face, you could be like, okay, I, that looks very, yeah, looks like this guy. What other like unknown murders have we done that they haven't done that before? That they haven't? Yeah, a lot. Like that's that's. Oh, there's probably a lot of them. That, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm saying that's just that's smart to me. Yeah, but if you go back and you listen to the Cleveland Torso murder, they did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like one of few though. Yeah, well, yeah. I just I'm just saying it happens. We're fucking Cleveland. <laughs> that's right. yeah, well, we did that Jesus. afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> so after that, the body was buried, sealed under concrete in a plot of dry ground, specifically chosen in case it became necessary to exhume it. All right. Nice. So just did in they case, ever exhume it? Oddly enough, as late as 1978, so, flowers would be found at odd intervals on the grave, but no one could ascertain oh my. who had left them there or why. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah. You're talking 30 years that somebody's just leaving flowers there intermittently. You know what I mean? But it really, yeah, that could just be somebody interested in the case and like, somebody trying nice. to pay their respects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In July, a full eight months after the investigation had begun, the search for the right Rubaiyat. Ah, I had this word down so well earlier. Just, just did it. Rubaiyat produced results. On the 23rd, a Glenelg man 
walked into the uh, detective office in Adelaide with a copy of the book and a strange story. Early the previous December, just after the discovery of the unknown body, he had gone for a drive with his brother-in-law in a car he kept parked a couple or a few hundred yards from Somerton Beach. Okay. All right. So again, just to reiterate that, this guy comes in. He said him and his brother went for a ride in his or brother-in-law in a car that he kept parked right next to the beach, right near the beach. <laughs> Boy. Boy. Down by the beach, man. <laughs> what do you think I wear this at? <laughs> Samson Simpson. <laughs> yes, Cuban B. <laughs> Shit! (laughs) So the brother-in-law had found a copy of the Ruba Ayat lying on the floor by the rear seats. Each man had silently just assumed that it belonged to the other, and the book had sat in the glove compartment ever since. Okay? So you get in a car with somebody, you look in the back seat, you're like, oh, he's got a book. And then I look in the back seat, and it's like, oh, he's got a fucking book. Okay, not a big deal, right? But... Well, then with you, I'd be like, why why did you have a book? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, why would he... Because he's just like, (laughs) I guess he just put a book in my car. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, my first question would have been, how the fuck do you pronounce that? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell's that say? Dude, what's with your stupid book? <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck keeps Ruba Yacht in their car? Right. So alerted by a Who newspaper doesn't? article about the search, the two men had gone back to take a closer look. Okay, so they heard about the book. They heard about the guy. Mm-hmm. They went back. They found that part of the final page had been torn out together with Kayam's final words. It so they went to the cops nice makes sense okay so Smart. fucking rats so okay so the 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 final words were torn out of this fucking book right. they neither one of them really know where the fucking book came from or do it, it was right near right near the beach and you know what i mean like yeah, it's that's... just fucking it just adds another layer to this this is a this is an onion a parfait if you will of murder Everyone shit. Parfait. he's pulling shrek references <laughs> i was trying to pull yeah i was trying to pull shrek sorry are you a parfait? <laughs> I am not. <laughs> Sorry. Man, who do you Shit. know who doesn't like parfait? I like parfait. I love parfait. <laughs> so Detective Sergeant Lionel Lean took a close look at the book. Almost at once, he found a telephone number penciled on the rear cover. Oh, I know what this phone number was, by the way. Uh, don't it say 867. Damn it. Wait a minute. Yes. I think, what is the girl's name? Please tell me it's Jennifer. It's not Jennifer. Oh, fuck. It's I couldn't Jennifer. remember. It's God not Jennifer. But we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> that would have been amazing. So, so almost at once, he found the telephone number, okay? <laughs> and using a magnifying glass, he dimly made out the faint impression of some other letters written in capitals underneath. Oh. Hey. Finally. Is that going to come back in the, in the end? Maybe. Right. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, they had a solid clue, right? Sounds like a clue. They they got this book. They got yeah. fucking shit. A on fucking there. phone number. Right. Hell yeah. So where did the clue lead them? Well, the they figured out who he was. Mm, shut up. Well, <laughs> the phone number was unlisted. Oh, was it was it a place to get poisons? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, have a good night. That's the end of the. <laughs> It'd be amazing. They'd be looking at each other like fuck me. <laughs> No, it's John's the, poison it's emporium. It's the clothing shop where they yeah. remove tags for everybody. Oh, well, oh it could be. See? So, but have no fear. They traced the number to a nurse who lived near Somerton Beach. Oh. oh. The nurse, at this point, had never been publicly identified. Wow. At this point. Right. Oh, okay. She is only known by the nickname, <sighs> I want to say it's Justine. It's spelled J-E-S-T-Y-N. I was reading it as Justin, but I Justin. Just in case. Also, real quickly, uh, oh, side side note to this whole thing. Yes. Apparently, um, there were some other people 
that they chose not to publicly uh, announce. Yeah, like they didn't tell them who they were. Yeah, and I right. guess that hindered a lot of the investigation as well. So, well, I'm, because yeah. they were they were they were like overly protective of like suspects and uh, like uh, possible. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Witnesses. Peoples. I don't know. Is that the yeah. word you're looking for? Yeah, that's the word. I'm oh, okay, for. cool. So anyway, Justin, Justine, I don't know, we'll call her Justine for now, just for, yeah, for shits and giggles. Throwing some panache on it. Yeah, Justine. So Justine. She revealed to investigators that she had indeed <gasps> given the book to a friend of hers, a man she knew in the war. Oh. She also gave them a name, Alfred Boxall. So that's, I fucking told you they figured out who it was. Well, there it is. Mystery solved, right? All right, everybody. Have a good night. Nope. Oh. Not so much. Yeah, sorry. Wait, what? Detectives felt they had figured out the identity of the dead man. Yeah. Except for the absolutely. fact that when they tracked down Alfred Boxel in New South Wales, he was fucking alive. He was. Or, or was he? No, he was. Was oh, it like was? a weekend he, at he Bernie's was, thing, though? Was. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Alfred Boxel and like some dude like pulls a string. Like, <laughs> His hand just went. <laughs> Like, well, I guess, man, I guess he's still alive. Was he wearing shades? <laughs> and also, the copy of the book he received from the nurse, uh, yeah. he actually still had it, and it was still intact. And the last words Ooh. weren't ripped out? No, it was completely intact. So, so let, me get, yeah. let, me, let me recap real quick. Let me get Sure. Thing. Recap yeah. all the way. These guys found a book in their car. Correct. Mm-hmm. There was a page torn out, so it matches with the piece of paper found with this man. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> There was a phone number in the book. Mm-hmm, yes. And it was this nurse lady. Correct. Justine. Correct. Uh, okay. So they get a hold of her, and she says, absolutely, I gave a book, that same exact book, to this man, Alfred Boxall. Mm-hmm. They go find out that this guy is still alive. Is he? And his book is intact. Uh-huh. So this lady's phone number I? was in two separate books. May we? The same book. Uh-huh. <laughs> but different people. Yes. One of them's dead. Correct. Right. You got that? Yeah. All right, good. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> little, little moody high as fuck recap for you. Right I'm just trying to get, you know. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have edible moment with Moody yes. where he just recaps everything. <laughs> uh, uh. So except for the fact that, again, they tracked him down. You know, he's still alive. The book was still intact. The gentle probing that the nurse received. Hey <laughs> In other words, they talked to her slightly. Yes. No, don't you think that that's fucking strange, though? <laughs> that she has her phone number or at least is uh, connected to these two books. Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Same book. Yes. I do have something about that, though. Ooh. Ooh. The reason I brought it up. Do you want to say it now? Apparently. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, is it, is, do I have it in I here? Don't think I, put it in, I don't think I put it in there. Spoiler! I don't think I did. That's okay. why I'm bringing it up. Right. Is, okay. uh, okay. Apparently, she was fond of giving head lovers uh-huh. and boyfriends and things like that a copy of that book. Oh, my God. Which comes into play a little bit later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just yeah, yeah, so yeah. you know. Okay. So... Again, she the gentle probing that I mentioned was they they were trying to get her to like talk a little bit. You know what I mean? Like they're not they're not trying to be too abrasive, but they're like, listen, you know. So anyway, it did yield some intriguing bits of information though. Okay. Interviewed again, she recalled that sometime the previous year, she could not be certain of the date, she had come uh, come <laughs> that word is come. She had come Ew. home. <laughs> she she had was come, probed. <laughs> she and... was probed, and <laughs> she had come home. No. 
She had come home to be told by neighbors that an unknown man had called and asked for her. And confronted with the cast of the dead man's face, Justine, or whatever her name is, seemed, quote, completely taken aback to the point of giving the appearance she was about to faint. Oh, my. Lean said that he was one of the detectives on there. I saw there's a video of this. You can see him talking about this, actually. Really? Yeah. There's... From way back then? In the 40s? No, no, it's a more recent video. It's like an interview with this old guy. Oh. oh, with him talking about it. He was it. the guy, there's an interview of, uh, he was the guy that showed her the cast. Oh, okay. i talk about it later, Okay. But yeah, so okay. it's it okay. pretty crazy. She seemed to recognize the man, yet firmly denied that he was anyone she knew. Okay, so he looked at her, she looked like, oh my God, and he's like, fuck you, you're lying, right? Kind of seems right. Yes. That left the faint impression Sergeant Lean had noticed in the Glenelg Rubaiyat. Examined under ultraviolet light, five lines of jumbled letters could be seen. Oh, the okay. second of which had been crossed jumble, out. Dude. Now, this gets a little bit weird, and we'll talk about this a little bit because when I read it, I was like, wait a minute, what? So, the uh, yeah, they they could be seen. The second of you know, was crossed out or whatever. The yeah, first the three line of the word, right? Okay. The first three were separated from the last two by a pair of straight lines with an X written over them. Okay, it seemed that they were some sort of code. They sent the message to Naval Intelligence, a home to the finest cipher experts in Australia, and allowed the message to be published in the press. Okay, so they were like, does anyone know how to fuck? What the fuck is this? You know, we've got this. We've got no idea what this is. That's not Australian That's at definitely all. not Australian. Uh, it, f- fuck it, whatever. <laughs> Weren't you learning how to do Australian I don't, know. I don't know. I could do it, but I'm just, I'm, I, I can't do it. Anyway. No, I was going to say you can't do it. That's yeah, yeah, that's probably what it is. If it's not. Wait, I can do Crikey! <laughs> if it's not, if it's not, every listener just no, went, no, "Fuck and, you!" And heme, dude. I listen to that guy on that other podcast all yeah. the time, and every time he says something, I'm like, "Oh my god!" So I'm trying to learn like perfectly how to do like an actual, not like the fake wannabe fucking Australian accent, but like an Wallaby. actual, right? <laughs> <I> <laughs> In think... the right? I'm not trying to do that one. I I'm trying to do like an actual, be. and and I feel yeah. I don't I don't want to insult them by doing a poor one. Because we don't want to cross that line. Yeah, because we didn't just do like 10 of them. <laughs> right. So anyway, this this produced a frenzy of amateur code breaking. Of course Ooh. it did. Almost all of it worthless. Rubbish. Right. Garbage. And a message from the Garbage. Navy concluded that the code appeared unbreakable. <laughs> huh. So everybody else was like, some dude in his basement's like, I figured it out. I got it. Yeah. And the Navy's like, no, you didn't. Yeah. No, you didn't. You, you did yeah, not figure you didn't. it out. Yeah. And they say, quote, <laughs> from the manner in which the lines have been represented as being set out in the original, it is evident that the end of each line indicates a break in sense. There is an insufficient number of letters to def- uh, to for <laughs> for definite conclusions to be based on analysis, but the indications, together with the acceptance of the above breaks and since indicate, in so far as can be seen, the letters do not constitute any kind of simple cipher or code. The frequency of the occurrence of letters, whilst inconclusive, corresponds more favorably with the table of frequencies of initial letters of words in English than with other table. Accordingly, a reasonable explanation would be that the lines are the initial letters of words of a verse of poetry or such like. End fucking quote. Hmm. And with that, I say, what? <laughs> so they're saying that each line of letters Correct. actually represents like a sentence. And those letters are the first letter of each word in a sentence. Yes. Oh. That's what they're saying. Thanks, Moody. You're welcome. All right. Kind of cool. The Australian police never cracked the code or identified the unknown man. The nurse, Justine, died in 2007, so there's no possibility of ever getting her to reveal why she reacted the way she did. Yeah, when seeing the cast of the man. And when the South Australia coroner published the final results of his investigation in 1958, his report concluded with the admission, quote, I am unable to say who the deceased was. 
I'm unable to say how he died or what the cause of death. And that's where the case sits. And that's it. So, uh, yeah, that was the Summerton man. Really? That was, yeah, yeah this shit's crazy. Dude. Yeah, it's a pretty wild story. So, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> Wait, did you really more. think it was the end? <laughs> yeah, I was about to ask you if you knew who it was, man. I was like, oh, okay. No, of course there's more. <laughs> But the information on the initial case and invest, uh, the investigation came from a great article in the Smithsonian Mag. Yeah, that's a really good article. There's more in there that I didn't put, uh, that I didn't, like, you know, right. put in here. But uh, it's a good article, great article. So let's talk about this nurse lady. Okay. What, 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 what was her name? Justine? Hey, or Justin? <laughs> Hi, lady. This Justine. Justine, this just, oh, my God. <laughs> you motherfucker. You got him to fucking repeat yeah. it. That's the best part. You motherfucker. <laughs> you said it earlier, too, and I still see son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. <laughs> so let's talk about the nurse. All right. Turns out her actual name is Jessica Thompson. Oh. And she did pass oh, away in so 2007. Close to yeah, it's close. Yeah. But she did pass away in 2007. Okay. Okay. Seven or 17? 2007. Seven. Okay. Yeah. Police had always felt she knew more than she was letting on. Her daughter would later say in an interview that she thought her mother knew the dead man. So the daughter is saying, listen, I think that mom knew this person. Daughter throws more shit out there later. Oh, it's yeah. crazy. Really? The reason her message was not released earlier is because she requested a pseudonym and she felt her connection to the case would be embarrassing. Oh. Why? Why would it be embarrassing? That's her dad. Interesting. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Some think her real name is important because it may hold the key to deciphering the code. As stated earlier, her reaction to seeing the cast of the man led many people to think that she definitely knew who he was. She fucking knew. In a video, we found the uh, man who made the bust that we talked about earlier. What was his name? Lean? Yeesh. Lean? Like sure. That. Sure. Because it rhymed with keen, and I know they couldn't find a keen. That's how I knew that. You like that? Good job. Yeah. Thanks. I'm impressed. <laughs> That's how old people need to remember things. How many pills do I have to take today? Seven. It rhymes with heaven because you're going to fucking die. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, so the my, video. Oh, my. <laughs> so the video, um, it, it meant, again, the man who actually showed her the bus describes how when Jessica was brought in to see the bus, she saw the likeness when a uh, sheet was removed from the actual bust and immediately looked down and would not look at the bust again for the rest of the interview. Okay. So obviously there's something there with that, right? That dude too, man. He he's basically just like she she fucking knew who he was. Like you could tell and like the whole time Oh, was he straight up like there's no doubt like in my he mind. He didn't really come out and like but he was just like and he was saying that how uh like that whole time that she was at, they were asking her questions and interviewing her, she just was looking down and so like not like she's they very standoffish. They couldn't do some like NCIS or CSI Miami shit and be like, you know who did this. Now tell us who did it. It was, why 19, it. it was 1948. This would be CSI yeah, yeah, yeah. Adelaide in the 40s. I'd watch that. <laughs> they yeah. only wear suits. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, they're like 10 years away from being just constant aboriginals. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. I, and by the way, I'm kidding, obviously. I know they're not 10 years away from that. That was a dumb joke. Anyway, continuing. Well, the, other, the last three of our Australian <laughs> I'm kidding, off. Australia. I fucking love you guys. Anyway. Jesus. So she wouldn't look at him. So it was during the interview that she gave them the information of Alfred Boxel, right? Okay. So the question remains with Jessica, did she know the Somerton man? Fuck yes. yeah, dude. If she did know the man, why was she so informed to distance herself from this case? That's weird. Was she involved in some fucking way? Was she? I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Wait, she was a nurse. Yeah. He could have been poisoned. I, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And the whole book thing is what gets me on that. 
Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's got this thing tucked in his freaking belt line, and it basically says the end. And he, they know what book it came from, and she gave that book to people. Maybe she killed him. Oh, let's just let's just keep going, Zen. Logan. What do you think? Yeah, yes. the mustache. Oh, the mustache! <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know who did it. I I can't tell you. It was. It might have been Hitler at that time. He he, he was dead already, wasn't he? Was he? Forty-eight. Yeah, it was after the war. But that was not. I stayed alive for at least three weeks after that. But was he though? You're still growing. Yes. I. I <laughs> do you not know that? No, I knew. Yes, and now I am back from the dead. Oh, very nice. Yes. Thank you. As far as the man himself, there are many theories floating around. One of the most prevailing theories is that, guess what? What? He was a fucking spy. James Bond. That's right. Was that a wait, I don't know what what was I doing? What a the banjo? fuck are you doing? <laughs> that sounded more like a banjo than anyway. <laughs> no. Anyway. West Virginia. <laughs> so we got some James Bond shit going on with this guy. Maybe or maybe not. Okay. Others say he was involved in the black market as evidenced by the clipped labels on his clothing. So he was dealing in babies and knockoff clothing on the black market. How do those link? Uh, we don't know. We weren't there. Okay. Just... Knockoff clothing, man. No labels. But the babies in the knockoff clothing is what gets me. That was a joke. That's why. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did we get him? Damn it. <laughs> As he holds his composure, folks. He's still. <laughs> it's coming out. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh my god, I almost lost it on that one. That was that was the closest it's come so far. Holy shit. Anyway, these days, they, they keep trying get to get me. Oh, get no. I wasn't even no. trying. I didn't no. think it was that funny, but all right. Well, let's look at these theories and see what everybody thinks, okay? What do you think? I'll say what I think all at right. the end, yeah. Sounds good. One man who thinks there is a spy connection is Gordon Kramer, a former British detective who links or who links with links to former intelligence officers. Sounds Gordon like Kramer. Gordon Kramer. He says part of the code matches with Morse code letters found in the World War II radio operator's manual. Oh. He believed micro writing hidden within the letters of the five lines of code appeared to refer to the De Havilland Venom, Ooh. a British post-war jet. A really pretty plane, by the way. But it was still on the drawing board at the time. Oh, wait, what? It wasn't, it wasn't even around at this time. Oh shit! You were yeah. thinking of something else. Yeah. No, it's the Havilland. The De Havilland is really pretty. It's called the Black Widow. Oh, never mind. Keep going. Wow! Look at you. I know. He, he's I, I a, he's a total. It. He wanted to be a like. He still wants to be a pilot. Yeah. He, he's like I super. Love I love yeah. fucking planes, dude. Yeah. You like what? fucking you like planes? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> I will fuck a plane all day long. My. Hey oh, man. My. You never know. <laughs> you eat shit for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Uh, he also saw the Somerton man's death coinciding with the start of the Cold War and, according to Mr. Kramer, the visit to Adelaide of high-ranking British officials and weapons trials at Woomera, the later site of a nuclear testing. So that's that's something that actually comes up a lot. It kind of, yeah, it the seems... The whole nuclear thing right. is that he, uh, he had something to do with, like, the nuclear stuff. Nuclear. Secrets. Nuclear. Could you imagine, like... It's nuclear, dummy. <laughs> the S is silent. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys are drinking out there. Jesus. Love anyway, were you going to ask? I said, I, just, I love his name. Can you imagine him being like a James Bond spy? <laughs> the name's Kramer. Gordon Kramer. Like, that just sounds fucking badass. It sounds to me like he's a, I don't know, does he make fish sticks? <laughs> That's Gorton. Oh. Um, do you like fish sticks? <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, they, uh, so this guy thinks that a link to uh, to show that he may have been some sort of Cold War spy, right? Mm -hmm. Other things that people like say it. pointing to I him being like a spy include the family of our nurse friend. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. 
telling 60 Minutes that Justine, a.k.a. Jessica Thompson, may have been a dun-dun-dun Russian I can, I can spy. Give, that, give it to me. It. Thank you. She may be Russian spy. Oh, uh, yeah? Yes. Yuri! Errol! Did you know? Wait, wait a minute. No, I was not there the entire time. You know something, Yuri. I, look, I have my head down. That does not mean anything. You know something, Yuri. I, I just trying to tie shoe. Who was she? She was... She was... I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> and even crazier that she may have had a son with the Somerton man. Oh my God, there's so many dun 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 slots this, this episode. This oh. theory is further backed by another article. <laughs> <laughs> you dick. It's further backed by another article that we found. Uh. Derek Abbott, a professor of biomedical engineering at the University of Adelaide, has spent over a obsessed. decade. This guy's obsessed studying the case. All right, he wait, says, you, "Wait, wait, you guys, you know, you guys want some you, cookies?" This <laughs> <laughs> dude's obsessed with the case. And wait till you hear what fucking ends up happening. Obsession. Wait till you hear what ends up happening with this motherfucker. You, yeah. you might know already. You don't know nothing. Oh, yes. really? So, quote. What makes this kind of go viral is, I think, just all the strange things. Mm -hmm. It kind of just gives you that creepy shiver down your spine. See, I fucking told you. I've already got a few of those. <laughs> I'm like, what? So DNA, Abbott said, is a key to solving the mystery. Well, duh. Quote, I'm not so interested in how he died, but giving him his name back is the most important thing. Which, I guess that makes sense, though. Like, you need to find out. So, just like all so the cases we covered. they know who it is? No. <laughs> oh. But I mean, like the cases we cover with the unsolved, like the Lady of the Dunes, and so many more. It's like yeah. you, you wanna yeah. you wanna find this because they There's deserve peace, shit, right? They, they, they need peace. Do, yeah. yeah. So Abbott also noticed that the man who um or the man also had two distinctive features: canines next to middle teeth and ears with large upper hollows. Oh. Just yeah. pay. Just remember that. Yeah. Yeah. The upper hollows. Yeah. Canines right next to your front teeth. Yeah. Which is which is weird. odd. Which it's is very a very. Odd. So I read into that a little bit. Apparently, it's a super rare, like, genetic thing. My so, daughter, Charlie, actually has that. So instead of having... Your daughter's a freak. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> so instead of having four incisors, you have two incisors and a canine. Is that what I'm On each side. On yeah, each yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You have your front teeth, and then right next to it is your canine. It's kind of scary. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. Yeah. No? No. I prefer I want I a hippopotamus those front teeth. for Christmas. <laughs> I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Can we Damn not it. sing right, the Christmas sorry. song? Someone sorry. needs to call Mushmouth on that like Yes, <laughs> we need a Mushmouth Mush no, no. Christmas album. Can Shakira do it? Now. <laughs> All right, I got to get through this here. So <laughs> after examining the mysterious letters of the code in the late 2000s, so not too long ago, Dr. Abbott said, quote, I kind of fell down the rabbit hole. Again, Moody said he's obsessed. In 2009, he tried to track down Mrs. Thompson, our nurse friend, for an interview. Oh, but what did she have to say? Well, we found out earlier that she had died just two years earlier. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So okay. she didn't say much. All right. She had a son who had oh. been dun, dun, dun. I, I got it. You got it? Oh, God, there it goes. <laughs> Sorry. A professional ballet dancer. Oh. <laughs> I like how the grunts in the beginning of that now. <laughs> Dr. Abbott learned and photo showed he had distinctive teeth. Uh -huh. <laughs> and ears similar to the Summerton man's. <laughs> oh, shit. 
<laughs> like, so you know what I mean? It's crazy. So it, it makes sense that these genetic things, and those are rare, the teeth things especially, that's rare. Maybe, and, maybe your daughter's related to the Summerton man. Maybe. I don't know. She looks an awful lot. Maybe I'm related to him. I don't know. Maybe I am the Summerton man. Y'all motherfuckers, how's that? So Abbott decided to then track down this man, but unfortunately, he had died mere months before Abbott oh, come on. made his uh-huh. discovery. Uh-huh. This is getting ridiculous. Coincidence? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This is bullshit. Yeah, so that's the son, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that he actually passed away. He found out that Thompson's son had a daughter of his own, so guess what? Oh, my God. <laughs> this is getting out of hand. He tracked her down, and he guess did. what? She was dead. <laughs> she was dead. Oh, <laughs> I know. That's sad. I was just hoping for another dun dun dun. No, that's too that much. Too much. Yeah, right. So yes, even she was dead. So not only was what the, the mother dead, yeah. the son's dead, yeah. and then the granddaughter. Oh my gosh, are all this is, gone. This is getting out of control. That's crazy. So yeah. no one's around. No, actually, I'm just kidding on the last part. She was alive. Oh, oh. You're yeah, an asshole. That's yeah, kind of fucked know. up, dude. I know. She was. The woman's name was Rachel Egan. Miss Egan had never heard of the Somerton man, who oh. may have been her grandfather. Yeah. But she agreed to help Dr. Abbott in his effort, uh, effort, effort to name the man who might be her grandfather. Interesting. Dr. Abbott oh. laid out the scenario. <laughs> I knew you were going to say <laughs> Quote, the Somerton man had Jessica Thompson's number. He was found dead a five minutes walk from her house. Mm-hmm. Rachel's dad was only one year old at the time with no father. So you kind of put two and two together. <laughs> But until it's absolutely confirmed, you never know. End right. quote. I mean, that right there kind of puts everything in a fucking nutshell, right? Yeah, a little bit. Look at me. I'm in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime somebody says nutshell, that's the first thing that comes <laughs> to my head. literally dude. the same thing. Uh, and Dr. Abbott acknowledged that. Uh, right. Acknowledged that if usable so she, DNA. Uh, ish, did, what? Ish, no, we don't know who it is. Forget it. Yeah. That's not what I was going to ask. <laughs> Dr. Abbott acknowledged that if usable DNA was obtained from the exhumed remains, okay. yeah. it might, in fact, show his wife had no link to the Somerton man. Okay. Quote, all I can say is there's lots of twists and turns in this case, and every turn is pretty weird, he said. Want another weird twist? Abbott and Egan, okay, Dr. Abbott yeah. and Egan, you know, yeah. the granddaughter, yeah, yeah. they fell in love and were married in 2010. I thought she was dead. Yeah. <laughs> And that's actually true. They did actually hook up and got together, and they got married in 2010. So they made. That's what I was telling you. Yeah. This dude got obsessed with this fucking case, and then married. Told told everybody that he admitted that he went down a rabbit hole. Yeah. Went through all this shit, through three dead people or whatever, and found this granddaughter and was like possible granddaughter. Ends up fucking her. Right. Wow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you rom- romanticized the fuck yeah. out of that one, didn't you? Forget the marriage. Isn't a romance. <laughs> it's a tragedy of epic proportions. So now, hear this, though. Several years ago, Miss Miss <laughs> Egan had her DNA analyzed, and links were found to people in the United States, including relatives of some, some fucking guy named Thomas Jefferson. Oh, yeah, I know that guy. Yeah. He did a, he did a, a thing. There's a school named after that guy. Isn't he on, like, the fucking, like, is he on the $5 bill? No. No, no you're thinking of the guy. No, that's, Thomas that's Jefferson's on The Voice. Wait, no, wait. The $5 bill is the Vampire Slayer guy. Yeah. Right? Buffy? And the guy who killed Sasquatch. Was it Buffy? No. Not Sam Elliott, dude. 
are you talking about? Anyway, I what? don't know. Uh -huh. So more recently, links were also found to the grandparents of the man that Jessica Thompson eventually married. Uh -huh. Quote, so my head is spinning, Dr. Abbott said. Quote, does that prove she's not connected now to the Summerton man? Or does that prove that somehow the Summerton man is related to her assumed grandfather? It's getting all complicated, so complicated, so complicated that I'm just going to shut up now and let the DNA from the Summerton man speak for itself. And I'm going to marry his daughter. Or his granddaughter. So real quick on that. Well, now he, you know, I feel like he's got so much, so much more of a, like a, a, a responsibility to find out who this is now because he is married to her. Well, yeah, I would, because she fucking wants so. to know. She has to. So wait, 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 wait. That makes him not as crazy now because he's married to granddaughter. No, that so makes not... him even crazier. Oh, <laughs> I'm okay. sorry. Yeah. Okay. okay. Never mind. <laughs> 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 so anyways the uh <laughs> the dna linking back to americans yeah. yeah uh is significant because there's a lot of people who think he was american oh, yeah. oh. because of the uh so that remember how they said that the uh the code seemed like it was more of a first letter of each word of a sentence kind of deal yeah uh apparently the pattern that they determined that with, they were like, oh, it makes more sense if it's that, uh, was mostly in, like, um, American spoken English, not proper English. Oh. Yeah, and so there's a lot of things that led people to assume that this dude was American. I mean, SpongeBob and, had an episode on that. Yeah. What? Yeah. what? F is for friends who do stuff together. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I don't know either. I mean, so, I know what he's talking about. But no. So I guess that kind of goes back to the with the cigarettes, too, though, because if he was an American, mm -hmm. maybe he just wasn't like I don't, maybe he bummed the fucking cigarettes from somebody and he had the pack of it or whatever. And he put them in there. Maybe oh. he wasn't used to smoking uh, Australian maybe cigarettes. Real cigarettes. I don't, maybe. Maybe it was some spy shit. But where do you get? Those? Yeah. Did they ever check the fucking cigarettes for fucking poison? But oh, that's a, that's a really good fucking that. question. But I was gonna ask, where's the origin of those high-end cigarettes that he was the, the Callistas, whatever they're fucking called? Yeah, I don't know. Where are those from? Callista Flockhart. <laughs> no, you do you even know who that is? I heard the what name. What the hell was yeah. that stupid show? Oh, I don't know. She was like super skinny and had a TV show. And they made the dancing baby thing popular yeah. for a long time. Yeah, Ellie McBeal. Ellie McBeal. Guess how old we are? Fuck. <laughs> super old. Anyway, I don't even know what the fuck that is. On another strange connection, like we need fucking more during this. Yeah, my mind's already. That could lend itself to a spot connection is the remarkable similarities to the mystery of the Isdal woman. Can we go back to that for a second? Sure, sure. Didn't you send me a picture of his penis? Shh, don't tell everybody. Of the word spot and asked me what it was, and I told you it was spy. Oh my god, I didn't change it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did change it. It's later on. It's, it's later on. It's shot. You did it twice. It's shocked. Okay. Yes. Yeah. No, it's a that. spy connection, not a spot uh, connection. Uh, uh, Mr. Moody. <laughs> look, dude. How you feeling? Uh, I'm fine. High as a giraffe asshole, huh? Not that. No, really? One other one? Oh. No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this uh, there may be a connection and with the whole sp uh, spy thing and the similarity, uh, similarities to the mystery of the Isdal woman. So on November, and I didn't know about this, by the way. Uh, did you look it up at all? No, no, no. I, oh, I want to wait until we do the crazy. bonus. I want to wait until we do the bonus. We're definitely doing a bonus yeah. on it. Oh, for sure. So on November 29th, 1970, while hiking Isdalen in uh, Ice Valley near Bergen, Norway, a father and his two daughters witnessed a horrifying sight. Wedged between the rocks of the hiking trail, they discovered a badly burnt female body. The labels of her clothes had been cut off 
and any distinctive marks had been removed as if to make her completely unrecognizable. The front side of her body had been severely burnt, and she was found in a boxer's position, uh, fist clenched, basically like, you know, like she's trying to fight someone. Like ready to go. Okay. When you look into this case, there are many similarities to the Summerton man that we we have to do a bonus on. Mm-hmm. Wait, did she have the same teeth? Well, I guess we'll have to do the bonus, won't we? I guess so. I guess our... I have so many questions. I guess our Patreon poopers will find out. Well, the poopers. And if you want to become a pooper, make sure to go to patreon.com forward slash the Midnight Train Podcast. Or you can just Google it and find out <laughs> Or not, and be known as a fucking pooper. Don't listen to Moody. That's not true at all, by so, the way. <laughs> you reading it and us actually doing it. Two different things. Yeah. Again, Thompson's own daughter believed the Summerton man to be a spy and that her own mother may have also been a spy. She said her mother taught English to migrants and spoke fluent Russian. Jessica had once told her daughter that, quote, someone higher than the police force also knew the identity of the mysterious man. It knew it was fucking moody, dude. Yeah. He just looks like I am he should be rushing. definitely higher than the police force. <laughs> <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> you son of a bitch. So... <laughs> I think I heard him. I think, Lo- I think Logan I heard him. Logan's peeing his pants. <laughs> He's gonna pee his pants. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you right, buddy? Fucking eye contact every fucking time. <laughs> it's a weird ass eye contact. So another theory <laughs> is that the Summerton man was involved in the illegal activities involving the black market that sprung up after World War II. Oh, people point to the missing labels on the clothing as pointing toward that possibility. Okay, anything else? Abbott, who we discussed earlier, had hey, said. Had, <laughs> had said that uh, that hit that that this seems a more likely route than the spy route. Oh, if he was involved in some sort, even of though like, he's banging the granddaughter. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that, that yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah, well, I mean, listen, at least he's kind of like bipartisan on this. You know what I mean? He's not he's not throwing his eggs all in one basket. You know, so he likes dudes too. Maybe <laughs> I said bipartisan. <laughs> and that that's the different. Oh. That's a different thing. We'll oh, talk. Okay. We'll talk after the show. Okay. I'll tell you. All right. All right. Versus the song. Yes, you have to learn. If he was involved in some sort of black market goings on or something similar, it would definitely explain the urge for someone to go to many links to keep his identity a secret. That would but have to I be feel, a hell of an operation. Dude. Yeah, but I also feel that's the same thing with being a spy, though. How can you? Well, sure. You know what I mean? You can't. You can't use that to but differentiate see, the but two. But see, it's it's way more logical to assume that it's like. Organized crime, black market shit. Then someone's a uh, fucking international spot. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. CIA. Okay, so what would re- the rest of the clues mean then? Okay, was the page uh, of the book meant to send a message to somebody else? You know, but yeah. if it was a secret pocket, you know what I mean. This and is the end. Some think the code found may have had something to do with black market shipments or deliveries or possibly locations. Oh. Without solid evidence, though, this is pretty much just all speculation. Okay, but to me, if if it's hidden, unless unless I told you, listen, yeah, coming to see you, okay, and I've got a hidden pocket, okay. If I die, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. That's where the coordinates will be. Are you, you know what I mean? Text me that. Uh, what? You're gonna text it to me? No. Oh, you'd be a horrible black market salesman. You know that. I was just asking. Black market salesman. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the black market. Today we've got babies, babies, and more babies. Before I moved to New Orleans, we had a band called Black Market Body Parts briefly. Wait, what? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Kinda. We were stoner rock. It was awesome. Kind of raw. Yeah, it was good. We had a song called Steve's Hot Dogs. 
<laughs> Dead Man's Trousers is better. <laughs> yes, that one is. Dead Man's much, much better. Yeah, Dead Man's Trousers is better. So many people are also subscribing to the theory that this was just a case of a jilted lover. And this is where I'm at on this one. They believe that the Somerton man and the nurse were lovers and that oh. they had a child together. After this, some people Sounds think that hot. the Thompson, uh, that Thompson, the Jessica Thompson, yeah. um, rejected nurse. the Somerton man. Yeah. Rejected the Somerton man for some reason, and it led to the man taking his own life. All right. This theory seems most plausible, but at the same time, why has no one been able to figure out who this man is? It also makes sense in the line of Thompson being embarrassed by being involved in the case and her unwillingness to discuss it with police as she was dating another man at the time of the death who would eventually become her fucking husband. It's both. He was a spy, so he didn't want no one to know his identity, but he couldn't live without that chick, so he killed himself. Or, or... Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Go ahead. He was a spy, was having, like, a secret affair with this lady, mm -hmm. but she, because if she was working with the Russians, and this dude was American, mm -hmm. and then the Russians found out that she was banging an American... It's like a Romeo and Juliet thing, but Juliet said, fuck, fuck. you. Fuck. Okay, I'm going to go one further on Did this. Did we solve this? Yeah, we yeah. just solved this. Did we solve this? What if the guy that eventually became her husband... Yeah. What if he... Was a spy and or a Russian that's found out about the guy, uh -huh. and he's the one that took care of the Summerton man. Oh, the that would explain husband. why he's so obsessed. Oh my gosh, there's so many facets to this. <laughs> facets, <laughs> so many facets, <laughs> so many parts and particles. Facet, that's what they run water out of in Boston. Facets. facets. <laughs> <laughs> you want to come down to get some water? I got some facets in here for you. Hey, you like that? You thirsty? I got brass facets. <laughs> Grab a hot Stainless dog. Steel facets. Get some hot water out of the fucking facet. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> ah. Anyway, I mean, it, that's the <clears throat> fucked up part about this entire story is that we, there's so many fucking possibilities. I think we just solved it. You think that's what it is? Yeah. Boom. Right? So it was moody all along. <laughs> right. It was. So if you really want to get crazy with these cheese whiz kind of stories here, <clears throat> there are small groups of people that really are looking at the fringe theories. If you look into the far corners of Reddit and other similar sites, you'll find the usual Cessful. theories Cessful. of time travel uh, and extraterrestrial origins. Remember See, he said something about extraterrestrial earlier? That one he, I had, he had weird teeth and ears, bro. Yeah. Oh, boy. And weird pupils. Yep. They were incredible. Lizard Illuminati, bro. Or just poisoned. Anyway, those folks are Poison definitely doesn't make your pupils smaller. I don't. Or know. does it? Does it? How do you? Does are it you, or does it not? Are you a pathologist? Uh, yeah. Pathological liar. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. Sorry. Fuck. <laughs> he who controls the buttons. <laughs> anyway, so the, it is definitely a small minority, but they are out there and probably started by Moody. Anyway. <laughs> So where does no. all this craziness leave us? Yes. Well, hey. Yes. So I would ask you where this leaves us. Okay. But we already know. Yeah. Right. They figured out who he was. Yeah. Nope. They know what killed him nope. and why he died. Nope. Yeah. Nope. What, what, what else is there? Nope. The orange thread in his nope. pants. That's, right. No. That's no. That's not why. Did anyone check his pants for poison? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still thinking the cigarettes. That's actually really good. I didn't think about that. Because if he if he would have hit that cigarette and they said that cigarette was like on him, mm -hmm. like you, on his collar. But you know how you said something about ricin, right? It would probably dissipate. But no. That, and it would go in through your skin yeah. from like shirt or trousers. Yeah. They, they made no a bunch of Oh, I see what you're saying. Trousers. Like it could have been. I don't know though because like. What if it was on the fucking Tamam should and someone gave it to him. Yeah. Because of some spy shit. Oh. Absorbed it. They showed that shit in the interview with what's his fucking face. 
What? The Fal the, the, the Falco and uh, Seth Rogen. The, the Falco? Movie. That's the guy that sings Rock Me Amadeus. <laughs> no, 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 Yeah, that's Falco. <laughs> Talking about Shane you Falco. You rock me all the time? What? Oh, never mind. Falco? What the fuck? Amadeus, Franco. Amadeus. Yeah, Franco. James Franco. Amadeus, yeah. Amadeus. No? No. I'm the greatest, I'm the greatest. I'm the great. Sorry. My buddy used to say when he was a kid, he thought it was hot potatoes. <laughs> hot potatoes, hot potatoes. <laughs> so I wasn't the only one. All right. But leading back to that, the, the very original part where he was trying to bring his hand up to lazily, drunkenly smoke a cigarette and yeah. it just fell down. Or maybe he was just like, somebody help me. But no, he might have, you know, if the cigarette was laced with ricin or something like that. The, yeah, no, that's a good point. That's a very I don't think good anyone's point. Or simply John put. John just solved the case. He, he, Someone in Australia fucking call the government. We got something. That's right. Got I got you guys. I got you. We Ladies and gentlemen, got we got something. I will gladly call you over the phone and tell, talk to you because Australia sounds... I'm going. I want to go. I'll show you so it's, bad. It's so deadly. We found Heem. Love to go there. Heem. 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 <laughs> got, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get that down. <laughs> so anyway, we don't know what the, all this means, right? So the Summerton man's body was exhumed earlier this year, motherfuckers. So they know who it is. Nope. Oh, and we fuck. haven't been able to find any updates on any sort of DNA analysis uh, because, as we know. From listening to the show, these yeah, things yeah. take a lot of fucking time. Actually, uh, did just, they exhume the cigarettes? That I don't know. That cigarettes I, I, had to look that I assume up. those yeah. are long gone. I don't yeah. know. I mean, it, I don't know. They probably kept them. And if it was something that dissipates in the body quick, it's probably not in the cigarettes anymore. Exactly. Mm, and ricin's one of those things that just fucking disappears almost immediately. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I, so, I know when I make it from. And my I'm not family, saying that's what it was, out of it. but something. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, don't eat anything Moody makes anymore. Jesus Christ. Wait, and I is, that, is that why the meat tastes so good? It's ri rice and roni. Eat it. <laughs> New shirt. Rice, rice and roni. <laughs> the Sydney Slim's treat. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I'm fucking dying over here. Fucking dying over is here. It, Jesus. Is it, is it the rice and roni you it's ate? It's the earlier? rice and roni I ate. My stomach's all fucked up, discombobulated. <laughs> anyway, so they're still waiting on the results for this. And part of the problem, obviously, is that getting quality DNA samples from that old and degraded of a body can sometimes be extremely difficult. Right. All right. So we're talking about something in the fucking 40s. Right. Well, so on that, people are like, there's no way. Like, how the fuck are you going to figure it out? But the, one of the guys that's working on the case was talking about how he's actually been um, solving cases from like 1949, 1950, like that area. Oh, yeah. yeah. So he's confident that they could try to figure it out. By the way, on a side note, um, so I listened to this, uh, the, the Australian guy I was talking about before, uh, an amazing podcast called uh, Case File. Okay. And it's like, it, it's absolutely amazing. The guy is just how he tells the story and whatnot. It's very informative. He's got a very thick Australian accent. So that's the guy that every time he says like him, I'm in the car going him <laughs> after him. Anyway, they just did. They just did the uh, the East Area Rapist. Oh, okay. Okay. And as we all know, the yeah. East Area Rapist, also known as the Golden State Killer, yeah. has been found, right? Yeah. And right. it's been that's, determined. Yeah, that's kind of how they did it. Right. So that's kind of how they did it. Except when I was listening to this, it was before the dickhead was found. So he, as he was telling the story, was talking about it, how it's just not solved yet. Right. Right. And if anyone out there listening right now, Ever had any sort of... Uh, he's still in prison, right? Or did he die? I think he's 
dead. I don't remember if he died or not. I know he got sentenced and whatnot. No, yeah, yeah. I think he might have died. Okay, whatever. If anyone has any sympathy for that fucking piece of shit, these fucking... If you anybody have sympathy for Because him? you know how, hell, he's an old man or whatever. That son of a bitch Fuck brutally guy, raped over 50 fucking women. He murdered like 12 of them. Listening to it was like a five part miniseries. Oof. It's one of the best. If you guys, if you're into that macabre shit, which you probably are because you listen to our dumbasses, um, by no means is it like, you know, comedic or anything. It's very straightforward. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the story. <laughs> Neither are we. So. <laughs> well, we try. But it is an <laughs> not, amazing not story. But when you listen to this, he, he makes it known. Just how big of a shithead that motherfucker was. Good, fuck that guy. And, and he didn't know who it was as he's telling the story. So, it like, it, it, to me, I was just like, holy shit, I'm, like, going back in time. What do you mean? He didn't know? The it, guy... It was before... He recorded his podcast before they identified oh, him. Oh, So, he's telling the story like, like oh, he's unknown. that's fucking crazy. It was awesome. It was fucking mind-blowing to me. And I'm just sitting there going, wait a minute. Like, I... They solved this, right? But the way he was telling the story was, is that it wasn't solved yet. Oh. It was, I don't know. It was just, uh, I have no, I, I just, it just made me think of that. Anyway, yeah. listen to Case File. If you guys talk to those, the, the Aussies, let them know that we fucking love that show. Yes. Anyway, continuing. That was a weird side bar. Well, no, it may, I mean, it, there was a, but that is how they found that's it. That's the kids' similar way of exactly that's how they found it. And him. I think that's going to start happening a lot more nowadays, is because we I have this so. accessibility DNA, where we man. can DNA, and you can have the most minute driest piece and by the way if y'all are planning on fucking up out there don't because they can take the um like a like if you licked a stamp yep back in like 1982 oh they can still get shit they can still get dna off that oh yeah dude you know what i mean rehydrate that shit dude that's it and then they expand it and they add all this shit to it and it's a lot of smart sciencey shit that i don't fucking understand but they do a great job of it so relick the stamp anyway and all of you fucking (laughs) sheeple out there (laughs) he takes it like "Eh, i got it (laughs) all of them fucking sheeple out there just putting their dna into the system so the man has it you're not talking about Logan and I both are in the system. So is my wife. So and you know why? Because and my sister. You know why? Because I didn't fuck up. Yeah. I'm not, <laughs> so if somebody I'm related to matter. did, if they did, the government has your DNA now. That's on you guys. They're gonna fucking start cloning all of us, and then they're gonna kill all of us. Do they replace us with their clones? Can I meet my clone before I die though? Nope. Oh. There's, There's gonna, gonna be more of me. Death. Just I want, one. I just want to know. There's gonna be one more of me. Maybe at least. My wife would love that. They're gonna eradicate. Oh. They're gonna eradicate oh. the humans as we know them, and they're oh, gonna replace Jesus them Christ. So anyway, there are millions and millions of theories mm-hmm. in the circumstances around the, his death, the Summerton man's death, but no one knows for sure who he was and what happened. Oh, what? Does, does Chainsaw know? We're getting there. Oh, damn. The one person who seemed to have at least some sort of knowledge of the man actually passed away without ever revealing your secrets. You know, that was Jessica. Yeah. who I still believe definitely had at least some knowledge of who it was. The other difficult thing is that every time a question seems to be answered, it only opens up even more questions. Is the code really a code? Was the man a spy? Was the nurse a spy? Was anyone a spy? Was Chainsaw involved? Where the fuck was he in 1948? He was hanging out in Australia. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think he was... He has uh, pictures of that. Dude, <clears throat> 48, Yeah, that was his 120th birthday. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he was, he was still, still ver- yeah. virile back then. He could, Fuck yeah, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. You know, and <laughs> he does have a slight Australian accent when he talks. Yeah. When he gets drunk, it comes out. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. He says Sheila a lot, too, doesn't he? Yeah. 
because yeah. no, that's what he calls his left hand. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> Oi, Sheila. Oh, this is my Sheila. Anyway, Pumpy breaks there. As the old Tootsie Pop commercial used to say, the world may never know. And to be honest, this is one of my favorite, most intriguing stories because of all of the fuck. It's like a real life espionage fucking story. Hell yeah. Like you don't know, is it even an espionage story? Is it is it as simple as the fucking uh, the the future husband of the woman found out that he knocked her up and that he fucking said fuck this guy and maybe he was a Russian spy or maybe he was just a mob guy maybe he was at the black market and he's like fuck this guy we're gonna make sure no one knows or who maybe he is. there's just a coincidence that maybe the Summerton man was in the black market but either this chick who I think killed him the chick the oh you nurse, think she killed him. I think she did ooh I think uh like it just that could just be a bunch of coincidences that are adding up into a weird puzzle yeah. like maybe he was involved in the black market had nothing to do with the murder or the death or anything like that there's know, a lot of and now because just, of those two things yeah. coming together it's like this whole like ooh. seems and the fact that no one fucking knows who he is apparently yeah it's fucking odd Except man. Moody. the whole episode <laughs> so listen if you happen to know anyone that anyone anybody that knows anything about this and you have some information or you we're in Australia or you're from Australia. Anything. If you have any information on this, contact your local authorities. Let's find out who the fuck the Summerton man was. Summerton. <laughs> the Summerton man was. Let's give him a name. Let's let's get him to rest. Bill. Even if even if we don't find his 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 killer, let's just find out who he is, you know? It would be nice. That's how I feel about it. And in the meantime, it, the it is your favorite part oh, God. of the entire show. I don't know what button it is. Hold on. <laughs> it's the movies. And now, boys and girls, it's your favorite part of the show. The movie review. Which top ten movies will make the cut today? Today. Jeff, can you give me a big ta-da? There it is. <laughs> so we are talking about the, which is so weird that you picked this one. I'm so in love with this. I couldn't think of it. It's else fucking amazing. It is the best horror movies from 1948. Yep. Can I say what number one is? No. What do you think it is? Do you, wait, do you know what it is? It's the blob. Nope. Oh, Fuck. I thought you knew what it was and you're going to fucking ruin it. Dingus. <laughs> so starting with number 10, it is castle sinister Ooh, i like the name during the war a british agent travels to the remote glen uh, glenai castle in the wilds of scotland yeah, to investigate would. a mysterious murder by a masked phantom oh. who or what is the phantom and how are the germans involved listen please do not blame me for everything he did okay no, I think you're completely. I mean, the mustache. You know, what do you? Like, I just hang around, man. You know, it's hey! like, I've got nothing to do with that, and Jeez. everyone hates me now. Yeah, it's so sad, dude. I know. You One know guy what? screwed it up. Michael Jordan tried it, but yeah, it just didn't work. Yeah, I don't know, man. One dude ruins a whole mustache for everybody. Charlie Chaplin had it first. Thank you. Do you think we can bring it back? You should try you it. You could try. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you did. I did. <laughs> he was shaving and he sent us a picture. And I'm like, oh, my God. He's like, you look just like Charlie Chapman. I was like, yeah. Chaplin. That's what I said. Tracy Chapman. <laughs> <laughs> you you changed completely. Ain't going to drive that car. <laughs> Number nine on our list is The Creeper. Dr. Morgan, who is. made a movie about Chainsaw. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Morgan and Dr. Cavini. <laughs> Star as a brace of scientists who return from the West Indies with a potent race of phosphorescent serum. Is that, is that what a group of scientists? I guess a brace, a brace of scientists. 
I guess, maybe. <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous to think about. The, the fact that we even learned that is pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. But they came back with a potent phosphorescent <laughs> serum. I love Ooh. that they put phosphorescent in there. Yes. <laughs> Do you know what that means, Logan? It means it's shiny. I'm shiny. <laughs> anyway, that allegedly changes human beings into cats. Oh, so oh. they made a musical? Stop! As if I didn't fucking hate people enough. Now right. they're cats. Yeah, now they're cats. Yeah. Which uh, didn't Stephen King do a movie like that? Um. Wait, he did the musical? No, not 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 cats. Oh. He did a movie <laughs> about. Anyway, number eight. Imagine that play, if Stephen. <laughs> Dude, King that would be King. amazing if Stephen King did the the, uh, the play Cats. Why is the kid killing everyone? <laughs> <laughs> So number eight is the greed of William Hart. Oh, this is a long explanation on this one. The greed yes. of William Hart. Yes. Huh. Hart and Moore are grave robbers who provide cadavers to the medical students of 19th century Edinburgh. Hmm. When the supply becomes low and demand still great, the two decide to create their own supply, oh. a plan that proves profitable when they stick to vagrants, prostitutes, and drunkards. Okay. I'm a drunkard. But when they poison likable Jamie, the townsfolk retaliate. This film was originally written to be about Burke and Hare. Okay, I knew that story. I was going to say, there's a, yeah. If you guys don't know about Burke and Hare, look that up. They were two guys that literally did the exact same, same thing, thing yeah. except they were getting, they were digging up dead corpses, and when they couldn't get those, they started killing people. That's what this is. And they were starting to sell them to the, uh, the, the like the schools. The schools and, and stuff, stuff, because it's yeah. back when they were like, we need bodies. It doesn't matter how dead or fresh they are. <laughs> what do you mean, make a fake one? <laughs> <laughs> right. So anyway, that, that seems actually kind of cool. Those names themselves were offensive, of course, talking about the, the, the guys. Thus, the entire soundtrack was recut so that the new names, Hart and Moore, recorded by the film's actors, were cut into the previously recorded lines, replacing the offended Burke or Hare sentence by sentence. So they originally were called Burke or Hare in the movie. Mm -hmm. huh. And they had to go back and overdub in 1940s. <laughs> so it's probably like, hi, my name is Burke. <laughs> while, they're, while they're mouth. Hello, it's, Mr. Like, it's like a one Hello. second delay. Right. Hello, Mr. Burke. I'm Mr. Hare. <laughs> <laughs> um, number seven, House of Darkness. Ooh. That's a good one. In the psychological thriller, an and oh my god, an avaricious man. Oh, wow. that, that word. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. Avaricious. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> avaricious man covets his stepbrother's home. I'm not the a greedy smart <laughs> The greedy fellow knows that his stepbrother has a heart condition, and so sets off a fatal attack by smashing a beloved violin. However, his actions do not come without a terrible price. So there you go. That's that one. Number six, Escape from Broadmoor. A maniac killer returns to the scene of a 10-year-old crime only to find the ghost of a murdered servant girl. Sorry. Boy, did I tell you. Murdered servant girl while waiting to exact her revenge. That's that one. Number five, Inner Sanctum. Okay, this one is... Exit life. <laughs> you say Enter Sanctum? That would be Inner Sandman. It's Inner Sanctum. Inner Sanctum. Yes. I thought you said enter. Inner Sanctum. Well, sanctum damn near well, killed him. <laughs> boy, boy, is my face red. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love the, uh, the the description of this one is, a killer hides out in a small town boarding house. That's and it. <laughs> so the one part of that was like a page long. Know, it was like fucking, yeah, it's so okay. funny. Okay. Uh, number four, Blonde Ice. A gold-digging femme fatale leaves a trail of men behind her, rich and poor, alive and dead. Oh. Number three, behind locked doors. Behind the locked doors of a mental institution resides crooked po a politico, Judge Drake, 
free from prosecution so long as he pretends to be crazy. Isn't that the guy that Sylvester Stallone played, Judge Drake? <laughs> That's Judge Dredd. Which, by the way, they're redoing oh. again. Wait, who? They I think do? it's a sequel to the. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Is it at least Stallone? Or is it is Stallone? That's not Stallone. Not gonna be in that movie. Why? Yeah, just, no, no, it's gonna, be the, it's gonna be the same dude that played him. The the the. Uh, it's Star Trek. He's in Star Trek movie. He's like Bowie. Superman. No, it's not Superman guy. It's this fucking guy. No, is it the guy that did the Punisher? No, he's in fucking Bowie. John Bon Jovi. Why no one fucking listening to me? No, no, that was Young Guns too. No, he's in Star Trek. He was the a card. He was a doctor. He's fucking Star Trek. You know what I mean? No the fucking doctor in Star Trek. <laughs> Come What's on. Star Trek. Yeah. What do you mean Star? He was uh, he was Bones in the new Star Trek movies. I never saw any Star Trek. Oh, movies. son of a bitch. No, Man. I think it's the guy that you played just, for a guy who likes aliens. You just don't like space movies, huh? <sighs> no. Yeah. The Boys. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He was in The Boys. Who is he in The Boys? Your He's mom. a boy. <laughs> He's your mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, the boys are in her. <laughs> oh. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> no, who is he in the boys? I don't know. Jeff, who is he in the boys? No, that's not the guy. That, Thank you. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the guy that played. Play, Urban? Yes, that's He's Keith Urban's brother. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's Keith Urban's brother. They grew up in urban life. Ah. Oh, that's cute. Well, now they're urban legends. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was good. Oh. Moving on. Still on top. Number two, Scaredy Cat. What are we doing again? Okay, now this one this one actually sounds really... Porky and Sylvester spend the night in an old dark house whose horrors only Sylvester sees. His repeated attempts to save Porky from the ghoulish doings of the Porky. killer mice infesting the place only make this skeptical Porky all the more convinced of Sylvester's cowardice. You know what would make that even better? That makes absolutely no sense to me. It was Sylvester Stallone's voice. Is it that. just dudes? <laughs> so there's two dudes stuck in a house? Have you never, listen, have you never seen Porky and Sylvester back in the day, right? No. <laughs> okay. They've cartoons. So what happened? So Porky and Sylvester spend the oh, night. Oh, it's a cartoon? I just said it's a cartoon. <laughs> no, I'm seriously confused because like, is it legit? Yes, it's a cartoon. It's Porky and Sylvester. The cat. Oh, like Porky Pig. Yes. And the cat. Oh, shit. Who the okay. fuck were you thinking? I have no idea. Porky's Revenge? I thought it was just like two <laughs> fat guys that got stuck in the house with the Okay, rats. but guess what? Great callback. Number one on this. You ready? Yeah. Blob. It's Abbott and Castello meet Frankenstein. Ah, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, which is absolutely fuck hilarious. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That is a great movie. Two hapless freight handlers find themselves encountering Dracula, the Frankenstein monster, and the Wolfman at the same fucking time. Hell yeah, but you know what's amazing about what's this? Amazing about this? Huh. So of course there's Abbott and Costello, but sure. it also stars Lon Chaney Jr. and Bella Lugosi, the original yeah. Dracula and Wolfman. Yeah, oh, oh. it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Pretty uh, pretty yeah, pretty stoked. We're still going yeah, strong. Pretty stoked. Pretty stoked. That's when fucking Lon Chaney could get you laid, man. Ooh. If your name was Lon Chaney, you were fucking just swimming in it. But Lon Chaney wasn't in that. If your name was Lon Chaney <laughs> or Lon Chaney Jr. <laughs> absolutely swimming. Yeah, you were. So and tell me, tell me, <laughs> Bella Lugosi wasn't just getting. Oh yeah. Ooh. He just had pussy slapping yeah. in the face. He's just walking around like dark, mysterious, just, just pussy. Yeah, no doubt had an accent of some sort. Of course. Oh, dude, he was. She's oh, like, man, bite me, Bella. Dude, he probably like. What is this, Twilight? Oh, ew. 
Ew. What a weird Dude. coincidence on that one. Yeah, yeah that was weird. Oh. Think about, all right, between Lon Chaney, okay. Lon Chaney Jr., uh, okay. and Bella Lugosi. Bella Lugosi. Think of all the wool, dude. All the wool. <laughs> yeah, see, think about all that wool they had back then. Yeah. Don't you like well, some wool? Now we have no Australian listeners. Most of the women have checked out. <laughs> uh, so you're just trying to just vacate everyone tonight. I'm just saying, what do we got left? Uh, Sweden. Sweden. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Nah, I can't. We Sweden, love our Swedish listeners. Killing yes. it, dude. And Hong Kong and, and who's New the Zealand, other? man. And New Zealand. You guys are Surprising. crushing. You know what it is, is because now we're picking on um, Australia. So New Zealand. Yes. Yeah. So they're like, fuck them. Yeah, so they're like, fuck, fuck yeah, dude. We're shooting at number one. <laughs> Thank you, New Zealand. Yes. So listen, passengers, we <laughs> hope you enjoyed your ride with us on the Summerton Man. What a crazy ass story. So you think it was Jessica? I think the wife killed him. You think Honestly, the wife? I think. I think that I think she had like an affair or something maybe or it was like an ex but like her new dude she didn't want him to know that you know what I'm but saying? But there had like, to be something I, there more ex- extraneous see, to that, you know? Either, I kind of like that. Regardless of like what I, I honestly think that she didn't want this to, like this Summerton man was like trying to get back with her kind of thing okay. like okay. he was kind of hassling her but she didn't want to ruin it for the new guy because she really loved this guy why and are you giving us the hassle she man? was a nurse she was a nurse okay. and he could have possibly been poisoned right I mean see I mean I, it does kind of all line up I like it yeah. but the government it, it was the government government cheese it was the government oh. because it was Go- an American government. and a Russian spy G-U-B-M-E-N-T government it's the government but it was the Russian and American spies, lovers, and a government found out about it and just so it happened to give him a cigarette. I think the guy killed himself. Really? I think he was just downtrodden. He was having a kid with her. He couldn't be but with then her. Why? Yeah. Thank you. I'm telling you right now. But why 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 get rid of all of your your labels? I don't think that had anything to do with what happened. You think that was just a quinky? I think that was something that like okay, if he, what happened if okay, maybe the reason that he couldn't be with her is cuz she looked at him like maybe he wasn't maybe he was just a fucking bum. Maybe he was a dude that got a bunch of fucking clothes that were just ripped up and shitty from some Salvation Army even though they weren't around back then. Okay. But anyway, what if he just got out of these bummy ass clothes? And she's like, I can't be with you. First of all, I'm marrying this guy. Okay. And he's like so in love with her. The book she gave him was kind of his little sign off. So he put it in his freaking pocket. And maybe that's just how he held himself when he died. Maybe. Maybe he had, maybe he just sat there with it in his fucking pocket and he just fucking died. Yeah. Okay. But if that's, <laughs> if that's the case, yeah. she's shitty because she knows who he is. Well, I mean, there's been a bunch of people who've been incredibly infatuated with that family. So, yeah. Could so that's that's all I'm saying. That's that's where I'm at on that one. Plausible. Yeah. So listen. You always have the lamest fucking explanation. No, it's called logical. But see, the Fuck government. Logical, the government man. sounds better. This okay? case is not logical. There's nothing logical. If no, he was like, just see, that's the other thing. If he was just some dude. That fucking banged a nurse. Got just her a pregnant. dude acting like a dude dressed as another dude. Hey man, pump your brakes. That that man's a national treasure. I'm just saying, like, if he I was belong, just, kangaroo Jack. If he was just some random guy <laughs> that she was banging and had a kid with, like, why does nobody know who he is? I, I think it, it because I think it goes deeper than that. She she's just trying to throw another. Trip if she is a Russian spy, let's just say hypothetically she was. I okay. thought you didn't. I thought you just thought he killed himself because he couldn't be. With no, 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 no. This I, is hypothetical. I, I'm saying like I think he killed himself, but I think if she's a Russian spy, 
the last thing she would want the rush the the russians the rustoffs or whatever but the last thing she would want is for them to know that she stepped out on her husband you know okay. what I mean? She's okay. a spy. Next she thing, she wasn't married then yet. Though. Not yet, but and the kid was already a year old. And then what? What secrets could he have? Uh, he possibly gotten from her? So of course. But then why? why, why, why that's did, why no. Did, that, that's why she doesn't want them to know she was with him. But it's KGB. KGB always knows. Yeah, but you're telling me. Think the about KGB it. KGB is way. not always. But, on but the also, top. hold up. Think about it this way. They if pulled she, up my antenna. It's wrong. It's been wrong for fucking years. I can't get Cinemax. Spy, if she was a spy, right, and the Russians found out all this shit was going on, uh-huh. or even if they didn't know at first, right, but then all of a sudden this dude winds up dead, and one of their fucking agents is possibly involved, and it's, it seems like they are, do you think that she would have been alive as long as she was? That's what I'm saying. Wait, wait, what? what? Exactly you what said you said that right. she was a spy, and... You know, the embarrassment, whatever the case is, she didn't want it to come out because the KGB or whatever, right? Right, because she'd be, they'd but, be pissed off at it. But think about it. Or fucking kill her. So, that's what I'm saying. If Exactly. Even if she tried to do it without anybody finding out, but then all of a sudden all this shit got back and her name started getting involved in this weird whatever, you think she's going to stay alive? You're telling me the KGB. Well, that's why she's denying everything. You're telling me, though, that the KGB didn't know that she could possibly, like her name... Like you, I mean, the Australian police kept it secret. Fucking KGB knew who it was. Exactly. You know what I mean? Or and if they found government. out, and if they found out that it was her, regardless of if nobody knew that she was still a spy, she wouldn't have lived until the 2000s. Correct. Okay. She would have been dead a long fucking time. All right. Ago. I can get you. I can as get soon you as that. the KGB got any kind of wind of this whole situation, it'd be like, what the? She fucking went rogue. She's bringing the heat down. All right. So listen, join us here next week. We're going to be talking about the gin. Oh. oh, I love gin, dude. It gets you fucked up. Yeah, dude. so we're going to go and get super drunk on, like, gin the entire time. Can yeah. it be Ryan Reynolds' aviation gin? I, I thought he sold that. He's still technically part of the company. <laughs> Why do you have such an attraction to Ryan Reynolds? Because he's a handsome fucking man. He I love that dude. Dude, really. He's is. a marvelous man. He's, Even in Green Lantern, I mean. Mm, he's yeah. handsome. He's good. No, anyway, we're heading to the gin. As in, like the you know, is that a bar? It's the it's where it work out. It's the interfering spirit, often demon-like, but not equivalent to a demon. Oh, they actually come from somewhat Arabic lore, oh. and there's some Japanese lore in there as well, which I think we talked about anyway. I and mean, we have talked about that, so we're actually going to focus on the gin next week. The gin, and that's D J I N N. Dude, I love D J N. Not gent. Oh. No, no, he said DJN. Yeah, no DJN. DJN. Oh yeah. Next week, come right here, DJN. All I think of is Kevin Hart with. Do you see that when he's playing Monopoly? No, I have not seen that. No. So anyway, yeah, we'll be talking about the gen. It's going to be kind of a creepy episode, so I'm excited about that. So make sure to stop over to our official website, themidnighttrainpodcast.com. At our website, you can buy some super sweet, super, super sweet <laughs> merchandise at our store. You can find fecal fighter shit eating robot t-shirts. You can find, I mean, there's so much, so much cool stuff over there. iPhone cases. Dude, I love my iPhone case. See? Dude. I show everybody that fucking case, See? man. See? There's all kinds of stuff. You know what I mean? And by the way, Fuck iPhones. so I woke up this morning. They got Samsung. 
And I took a shower. Yeah? With your iPhone case? No. Oh. But I used my Dr. Squatch soap. Oh, you did? Oh, my God. How I used, is it? Uh, I used the pine tar before I used I the citrus over. today. Yeah? Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. I love it. And you know what? Pine tar. You great. can smell awesome, too, because Dr. Squatch is changing the way men approach hygiene by providing all-natural, high-quality, healthy products like bar soaps, hair care, colognes, beard oils that we got to get for Moody, yeah. and so much more. They make you feel like a man and smell like a champion. And ladies, listen, get it for your man. Trust me, you'll you'll, you'll appreciate it. He won't he won't smell like. I know I do. Logan. <laughs> hey. <laughs> You're right. Uh, all soaps and products are made right here in the U.S. using the finest all natural ingredients, not cheaply oh. made or harmfully mass produced. Get twenty percent off your first subscription. Just head over to themidnighttrainpodcast.com okay. forward slash sponsors. Click on the banner. Right. You'll see it, Doctor Squatch, and use promo code D S C S Q U A T C H. 20 that's dsc squatch 20 to get the best damn soap it's, like, it's yeah, good no, shit it's good, yeah. it's good shit with it. with it. and listen everyone keeps asking hey how can we help keep the steam in your engines well if you like what you hear from us consider being a producer become a pooper join the pooper join the pooper join yeah, i'm a pooper. pooper i love the pooper. i think everyone should get in the pooper yeah everybody, at least once everybody should get in the pooper. everyone should try the pooper once. right exactly and you can do that by heading over you to the believe? midnight <laughs> <laughs> you can head over to the Midnight Train Podcast.com and clicking on the Patreon button or at patreon.com forward slash the Midnight Train Podcast. We have a website? Oh my God. No, <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> For as little as five bucks a month, literally like the price of a coffee, you can get all kinds of cool stuff. You can get a, a custom cool. uh, shirt, custom poster, custom sticker, the bonus episodes, man. And they're coming out and just constantly, and they're amazing. They're so good. You will love them. Trust me. And if you're a diehard Midnight Train fan yeah. and you want to help produce this motherfucker, listen, just join up. Become a pooper, right? Yeah. Pooper. For those of you that would rather leave a one-time donation so Moody can send you a, by the way, I sent that sticker out. Yeah. It came back. What? So, so what? I have to find him. And we have to let him know that his uh, address didn't work. And he, he, I think he's from Canada, by the way. And it totally came back for some reason. It said wrong address or person moved or whatever. So we have to talk about him. We got to find that guy. Yeah. I, I know his name is stuff. I have it written down up there. Anyway. Also, you can easily like, subscribe, and Sorry, rate us on dude. your favorite podcast platform. And most importantly, share the midnight train to everyone. It takes only a couple of minutes. And word of mouth is how we're going to get more passengers on this train and continue to bring you weekly episodes. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at the Midnight Train OH, on Instagram at the Midnight Train Podcast, on TikTok at the Midnight Train P, and on YouTube. <laughs> I know, it's so funny. And at uh, on YouTube at just the Midnight Train Podcast. You can find us on there. So we can't thank you guys enough for the love and support we have received. You guys really do keep the train freaking moving. We cannot, cannot just tell you how much we appreciate it. And Jeff, for doing his mini episode or mini <laughs> mini series on us. We're excited about it. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm excited. We've already shot some stuff today. It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Felt like I was back in the day when I was doing music videos and stuff, except I didn't have my wiener out. You know, you shot some fine. stuff today. Yeah. Be a lot of editing. Like, like going to be a lot of editing. <laughs> you know what else is really cool, though? What? Something else is coming up soon. What's that? In October. Oh, yeah. What's coming up in October? Dude? The ghost hunt. Not just the ghost hunt. It's the ghost hunt. I said the. the. Oh, so you said with a long E. Yeah. I said it with a short E. Yeah, you went eh. And yours I is better. E. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yes, the ghost hunt. <laughs> We're heading down to Fairfield, Ohio. Fairfield, Ohio. And we are going to be. Listen, if you guys want to. It, listen, even if you only signed up for our Patreon for the month, for just the month of October, you can literally. We will be live streaming on Facebook on the special 
Pooper's Facebook page. Of course. Us down there acting like idiots. You'll get to see Dad <laughs> squeal like a little girl. I'm yep. not going to squeal. He will. He I definitely you... will. I'm not going to squeal. All right. So everyone who's listening right now, I got five bucks on them. And if anyone can, anyone matches me on that. Oh, we, listen. We, we, got, we got this. We got, we got this. We got this. Anyway, we got it's going to be on there and you guys it. should check it out. It's going to be so much fun. You know, you know, the best part about that is too. What is it? If you sign up for the month of November to listen to that. Uh-huh. And watch the live feed. Uh-huh. You can binge all the old episodes yep, and yep. realize that you're gonna stay a pooper. Yep. Yeah. Because it's it's once, amazing. Once you're a pooper, dip the toes in the jacuzzi, baby. <laughs> dip your toes in the world of the pooper. That's right. Just dip your toes in there. Oh, gotta love my poopers. You you won't want to leave on your feet. Do you like a toe in there? Oh, do you like that? It, wait, a toe in where? I don't know. You're saying dip a toe in, buddy. I, I don't think I. No, I've never. <laughs> I've never. That sounds. Excruciating, to be honest with you. Depends on the toe, I think. I guess. Like if it was my toe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, big toe. I see it right now. And that's how fungal <laughs> infections are created. <laughs> All right. So listen, become a pooper. And speaking of poopers, you beautiful motherfuckers, give me my freaking introduction to these um, just fantastic people. <laughs> to our fearless Patreon poopers, Maggie Brothers, Albert Lopez, Miles Campbell, Brian Gunselman, Margaret Atkins, Colleen Cox, Pumpkin Escobar, Mac Darty. By the way, Pumpkin, thank you very much for the shout out. We yeah, appreciate it. Totally appreciate yeah. that. Mac Darty, Gina Madison, Janet Sherrell, Laura Randall, Chad Flint, Cheryl Pierce, Chris McLeod, Justin Kowalczyk, Rob Webb from the Fun Box Podcast. Check out the Fun Box Podcast. Christina Skelton and Jessica <laughs> Bartolome. Hope you're feeling better. Uh, they are from the Sister Skelton Podcast. Make sure you check them out as well. Maria Gibbs, Chainsaw. What the fuck? Jigsaw, Craig Man. Spurlock, Rick Resler, Courtney Batchelor, Katie Brabinick, oh, and of course, our boy, Bill Birch. Oh, good for you. <laughs> if you want your name to be mentioned on the show and you want all of our love and support, become a Patreon producer because that's what it takes. In the meantime, thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. For thanks, doing what Jeff. you do. Oh, you're so- Welcome, oh. and every one of you. Oh. <laughs> and stay safe out there, passengers. And as always, choo choo, motherfuckers. I'll go home and get your fucking shine box.